0: It's six o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Bedfordshire MPs meet policing minister, serious case review after death of Luton Baby and cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes to rise again.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A group of Bedfordshire MPs met with the policing minister Mike Penning last night to try to get a better funding deal for the county's police force. Over 8,000 people have so far signed an online petition for more money. Speaking before the meeting, the Conservative MP for Bedford, Richard Fuller, said the policing minister is sympathetic to their cause. He has to understand that
2: if there are problems in Bedfordshire after this formula, this isn't a problem where the Home Office can just point at the Chief Constable and say, you didn't do a good job. This creates problems that really have to be shared between the Home Office and ourselves. I think he is sympathetic. The problem for the Minister is there isn't an easy solution.
0: A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. Baby Imran was seven months old when he was found dead at a house in January 2013. More from Carol Abercrombie.
3: Jessica Price, who's 24, and her mother Angela, who's 62, both of Morris Close in Luton, will be sentenced next... Next month after being found guilty yesterday. The court heard they'd failed to provide him with enough food, drink or medical aid and he'd lost 17% of his weight in just nine days. The Luton Safeguarding Children Board says they'll consider any new evidence presented in court ..before their review is published.
0: Police have confirmed that the man who absconded during a day visit from a secure unit in Milton Keynes is a convicted rapist. 58-year-old Malcolm Millman was on a visit to a monastery near Hemel Hempstead on Saturday afternoon. He's under the care of Chadwick Lodge in Eaglestone in Milton Keynes. Thames Valley police say Millman is a potential risk to the public. He was seen on CCTV on Monday afternoon at Manchester Airport, but police don't believe he has access to a passport. A report on the failed charity Kids Company has found that it received at least £46 million pounds of public money despite repeated warnings about how it was run. The report by the National Audit Office says civil servants raised concerns about the charity which collapsed in August as early as 2002. The cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100. It's the second time this year Milton Keynes Council has put the prices up. More from Jessica Cooper.
4: The new fees come into force next week and will see a cremation rise from just over £700 to £850, with a standard adult burial increasing from £782 to £900. Milton Keynes Council says it faces unprecedented financial challenges, and it's trying to ensure services are viable and get the right balance on charges. Fees tend to be the most expensive in the three counties in Hertfordshire where prices can top £1,000.
0: In sport, Manchester United are out of the League Cup after losing on penalties to Championship side Middlesbrough at Old Trafford, but Manchester City and Liverpool are through. And Hempstead gymnast Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain win silver in the team final at the World Championships in Glasgow. The weather a dry start, but with rain spreading to all parts of the region, a maximum temperature 15 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash counties Bill
5: Collins is coming out and we're celebrating by playing the very best of Paul Simon
6: In my little town Believe factories my mom doing the laundry hanging out shirts in the dirt Just imagination, lack Everything's the same back In my little town
1: music for your afternoon.
5: Flippin' Pixies, Dragging BBC local radio, kicking and screaming into the early 90s. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> really joins me in the studio. Happy Phil Collins day. Do you know what? Happy Phil
7: Collins day to you. I feel very emotional about yeah. this. No jacket required. '85. That was a big year for me. Yeah, yeah. 2015. Back into the calendar for me. It's back. This is huge. This
5: is. I mean, this is. I used to be one of those people. It was, it's very easy to be snarky about Phil Collins, and I was <laughs> yeah, for a yeah. long time. Here's the thing. Uh, he gets. He's one of the most sampled artists by American rap artists. Yeah, because. Yep. All the young, uh, well, all the, the kind of the rap artists—they were young kids mm. when MTV came out. Yep. And Phil Collins was on MTV all the time, so they were so—you know—another day mm, in paradise, mm, yep. Susu Studio, yeah. Jesus, he knows me, <laughs> not the song from the Tarzan cartoon. They didn't do mm. so well. But they, you know, he's... he's, um... Well, he takes
7: all the boxes. When you think about people who can can sing and dance, Phil Collins, I can't dance. He can't dance. Well, but the video suggested that he could, in a great way. Suggested otherwise. Um, Also, when you think about great Motown covers, You Can't Hurry Love, UK number one with that one. And when you think about great film soundtracks,
5: Buster. Well, it's certainly in the top three. Yeah, definitely. Definitely up there with Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Now, (laughs) we'll have more on that later on. I know Mm. you're taking it to the streets. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be a very emotional show. But... (laughs) Here's something that's maybe not quite so important, but some people might think otherwise. MPs in Bedfordshire are campaigning for better funding for their police. Last night, a group of them met with Mike Penning. He's the police minister and MP for Hemel Hempstead. Meanwhile, a petition has been drawn up by the county's police and crime commissioner, Ollie Martins, to gather public support. He was in a shopping centre yesterday, wasn't he? He was, yeah. Gosh. Was he dressed up as the Spider-Man, offering uh, <laughs> d- Domino's pizzas? <laughs> well, they have got a new diner in the Arndale in Luton
8: maybe that's maybe what it maybe was Maybe he went then. to Ed's. The
5: Chief Constable, John Boucher, has also got involved in the campaign and has written to all schools to get support. It's all kicking off, Dealer. You've got mm. more details. What was the meeting about?
7: Yeah, all of the Bedfordshire MPs were invited to meet with the Policing Minister, Mike Penning, to discuss the problems with funding. Big story, this one. We've covered it many, many times. Now, the force feels that they're unfairly funded because it's seen as a rural force mm. rather than an urban force so by focusing on big towns like Luton they feel there's a real danger of leaving other parts of the county under resource which I think is a fair point now the police say that the new funding formula leaves them in an unsustainable position so this meeting was all about driving home their position that quite simply they need more money Conservative MP for Bedford and Kempston Richard Fuller thinks Mike Penning has a good
2: understanding of the issues facing Bedfordshire Bedfordshire is a unique situation, and I actually think the police minister is quite sympathetic for that. And he has to understand that if there are problems in Bedfordshire after this formula, this isn't a problem where the Home Office can just point at the chief constable and say, you didn't do a good job. This creates problems that really have to be shared between the Home Office and ourselves. I think he is sympathetic. The problem for the minister is there isn't an easy solution.
7: Richard Fuller thinks that one way, and this is quite an interesting way, one way of dealing with the problem would be for Luton to be dealt with by another police force, such as the Metropolitan Police. Uh, and uh, the petition is trying to gather more support. Is that working? Well, so far the petition has reached over 8,000 signatures, so it's going very well so far with Ollie Martins. As you mentioned, he was in the mall in Luton yesterday. The Chief Constable, John Boucher, has also been writing to schools in the county to get their support for the petition. He paints a a pretty bleak picture about the future uh, of this under the current system and the funding. Now remember Ian that uh, if the signatures reach 10,000, yes. and it's looking like they will do soon, then that prompts a response from the minister responsible. If it reaches 100,000, unlikely, but it could do, well, yeah. then it prompts a parliamentary debate. So that's why there's been such a push to get people at
5: Bedfordshire to sign this petition from the police. Steele you got a busy morning. Phil Collins, yep. a lady's perspective on what actually makes a gentleman. We may even discuss a little bit of Bond, James Bond, the... You yes. saw it last night.
7: Uh, yeah, I got home last night about 12.30. I took three listeners to the
5: cinema. And Beautiful. you know what? I'm here today. I'm alive and kicking. I saw the... Uh, we, and I'll tell you what, if you've seen anything that is is um, is, is like a, a rip-off of Bond. I was driving through London yesterday. I was driving through Shepherd's Bush. And I saw the weirdest poster, right? Mm. <laughs> it's for like an Indian sweet shop, right? Yeah. And it's this... I'm gonna say it, a fat little Indian kids, yeah. right? He's about nine, dressed up as James Bond, right? Mm. With two, you know, I'm, they're supposed to be hot Indian women in their saris and stuff, right? But they're yep. not, right? And it's him. He's. I think he's. I think he's holding a gun. I wish i would taken a picture. And the line is, um, the name's Box Cake Box. <laughs> 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 and it's for like an Indian sweetie shop or oh, something.
7: Well, I tell you what, wh- whoever is in charge of their PR, give that person a medal.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Speak to in a minute. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 northbound, there was an accident earlier at the Newport Paragonal Services, but that has now been cleared out of the way, so it's moving all right at the moment. In Great Missenden, on the A413, there's roadworks going on at Boward Lane, so that could cause some delays when it starts to get busier. And in Finchley on the North Circular Road, two lanes have been closed for emergency repairs at the East Finchley Junction at that junction for High Road, so that could cause some delays when it starts to get busier as well. On the trains, the Belly Greater Anglia have delays through Broxbourne, and that could be causing half an hour delays and some cancellations as well. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties
5: Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Ah, where are we now, guys? It's 6.15. It's the Thursday, the 29th of October. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A group of Bedfordshire MPs met with the policing minister last night to try to get a better funding deal for the county's police force. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton, whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100, the second rise this year. When you need local news.
4: The headlines,
3: serious injuries for Bedford cyclists and heritage windfall for Luton Museum. When you need local travel. M40
11: southbound, lane blocks and it's queuing. two lies of the caravan
12: When you
9: need local weather.
12: Lots of sunny spells around, and um, more sunshine developing, of course, plenty of blue skies as we head into the afternoon.
9: BBC Three Counties Radio is here.
0: Bedfordshire police are defending plans to half a number of community support officers in the county with local up-to-date
9: news and travel bulletins throughout the day you get your travel after paul young wherever i lay my hat that's my home you'll mm-hmm. always be up to date that's the podcast bbc three counties radio
6: <laughs> Koi wa Zutto mekkake te de no sa Kaze go Let me
5: Kelly's second from last day. That was um, really smooth actually, let me do that again, hang on, sorry, I didn't know I could... um... I can't find the song. It's Kelly's second from last day today. It's her last, here we go. It's Kelly's last ever Thursday here at BBC Three Counties Radio. Try a bit of drama. We've had, uh, we've got like loads of tributes and packages and stuff coming in. I can't be bothered with it if I'm honest. Um, Thank you. No, no, no. It's, honestly, it was absolute pleasure. We've had some that have been emailed in by people that think they are better than... Oh, flipping heck!
4: Hello? Computer!
5: Hello? 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 Can you hear me? It's me. <laughs> We've had some that have been emailed in by people um, that uh, think they are too important to phone in and do it. So I'm going to just play one of them now. Okay. Just. Oh, I can't log into my old... Uh, Bamboo eighty six. I just said my password out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I just said my password we out loud. You need to la-
13: quickly change that. Okay. Bamboo eighty six. Eighty
5: seven. Okay, here's here's one. I've literally not heard this. It may contain loads of swears.
13: Um.
5: Sorry. Here it comes. <clears throat> it w- while while we're waiting for the guest.
13: Yes. Yeah, not not answering. answering.
5: Unbelievable. Who uh, who's it from? Oh. Who's that? I don't know. Oh, it's Kelly. For me. Oh, yeah, no.
14: The phone rang. Kelly.
13: No. She's not interested.
15: Kelly,
14: a beautiful young lady. Kelly Betts. A cheap young lady who grew on me. Kelly Betts. Well, she's a lovely young lady. I know, good.
13: <laughs> you see? I can't even remember his name. All beds, hearts, and bugs, Kelly Betts. Thank you.
5: Yeah, because it's uh,
7: me. to Kelly.
5: Who's your boyfriend, Kelly? <laughs> <laughs>
16: Kelly. How tall
5: are
16: you?
7: Kels.
11: I really
6: like these.
13: Kelly, can I keep that?
5: Um, yes. That's um. Now, when it... now when now is that you speaking now? Did
13: I say can I keep that? Because I now? responded
5: to everything you said.
13: That was weird. How tall are you?
5: Uh, that was from Katia. She's she's put in way much more work than I've put into my package.
13: Um, I really liked it. I'm not really sure.
5: OK, uh, I found it very, very uncomfortable. I'm never playing it again. Don't. I'm going to play a song, right? I've not heard. I'm not going to play all of it because it's nearly seven minutes long.
13: Oh, well, the guest isn't answering. So well, we time. might as well.
5: <laughs> I've not heard this song for years, right? I used to love this song. And I don't know if I'm going to love it anymore.
13: Oh, that feeling. Yeah,
5: mm. I I know. I uh, it, uh, You're going to hate it, Kelly. Thank you. But I like it. I don't know who you are. Okay. It's by the Colorblind James Experience. Mm-hmm. Considering a move to Memphis.
13: Why do you think I won't like it? Are they signed? They sound Because it signed. sounds like this.
11: <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I won't play the full seven minutes though. But all right. I'm
17: considering a move to Memphis with my hair all aglow. When I arrive in Memphis, I'm bound to meet up with someone I might know. I'm considering, I'm considering, a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering... I'll visit the Graceland Mansion and set my face in wax, then go back to my motel room to file my income tax. I'm considering a move to Memphis, and this much I know. When I arrive in Memphis, I'll have to spend my dough. I'll walk down to Beale Street to watch the Jug Band Show. I'll shake hands with Gus Cannon, he's someone I should know. I'll get myself a motel room that's not too small to see. I'll get one with a private bath on a black and white TV. Memphis isn't all that big, at least that's how I found it. Why, it only took an hour and a half to walk completely around it. Memphis isn't all that big, it isn't all that wide. Still, it is the kind of place where a country boy can hide. I'm considering, I'm considering, a move to Memphis, a move to Memphis, I'm considering. I'm considering... Some days I'll have piroshkis, that's a Polish dish. And after bowling 20 frames, I'll sit and have a beer. Perhaps I'll meet a pretty girl who is a barmaid there. I'll get a job at a steakhouse, wash dishes, mop floors. Yes, I know I won't get rich. Memphis is the kind of town that won't feel like a trap. Besides, I kind of like the way it sits there on the map. I'm considering a move to Memphis, that's Memphis, Tennessee. It worked for Elvis Presley. Why can't it work for me? The people in the restaurants there will all use forks and knives. They won't take decongestants though, for fear of getting hives.
5: We're playing the whole thing, guys.
17: Considering, I'm considering a move to Memphis. A move to Memphis. I'm considering, I'm considering. Ask the lowly sparrow up in his lofty perch, Would you please direct me to the local Baptist church? I'll attend the Wednesday meeting, and there I'll speak in tongues. I'll shout and holler praise the Lord until I nearly burst my lungs. Someday I'll return to Memphis in my own private jet. I'll remember my first visit there, that's if I don't forget. When I arrive in Memphis, I'll put a it on the door. It's okay to disturb me. That's what I came here for. I'm considering. I'm considering a move to Memphis. A move to Memphis. I'm considering. I'm considering.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, you have just been indoctrinated into the colourblind James experience. I thank you. I thank you. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio. In Hockcliffe, the A5 is closed southbound between Woburn Road at Hockcliffe and Dunstable because of overrunning roadworks. On the M1, there's roadworks in both directions between junction 12 for Flitwick and 11 for Dunstable, so expect queues there later on. It's looking fine on the speed sensors at the moment, though. It's starting to get busy on the M25 anti clockwise around junction 19 for Watford. And in Borehamwood on the A1, it's busy southbound between the Holiday and Borehamwood and the Apex Corner. It's because the lorry's broken down just before the traffic lights by Marsh Lane. On the trained patchboards, a very Anglia have half hour delays through Broxbourne, and also that's affecting the Stanford Express. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A group of Bedfordshire MPs met with the Policing Minister last night to try to get a better funding deal for the county's police force. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100, the second rise this year. Three Counties Sports.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: Manchester United are out of the League Cup after losing on penalties to Championship side Middlesbrough after a goalless draw at Old Trafford with Wayne Rooney among those to miss in the shootout for Louis van Gaal's side.
18: My feeling is that we were so close and that we have to finish because we have created a lot of chances, uh, especially in the second half and in extra time. Uh, One metre, two metres uh, in front of the goal or the goalie and we didn't finish and uh, we have to finish that.
0: But Manchester City and Liverpool are through. City beat Crystal Palace 5-1. Liverpool secured their first win under new manager Jurgen Klopp with a 1-0 victory over Bournemouth. Also last night, Southampton beat managerless Aston Villa 2-1. Milton Keynes-Dons say any decision on banning supporters involved in Saturday's fighting at QPR will be made after any court cases have taken place. Six people were arrested for a fray in the away section at Loftus Road. Those people have been bailed. Meanwhile, a scan has confirmed a calf strain for midfielder Ben Reeves, who was replaced after an hour at QPR. No timescale has been put on his recovery. Wickham and Chesham's FA Cup first round matches have been moved to Sunday November the 8th with 2pm kickoffs. Wickham are at Halifax, Chesham are away to Bristol Rovers. Both matches feature as part of extended BBC television coverage that afternoon The first round matches for Luton, Stevenage, Boreham Wood and St Albans remain on Saturday the 7th at 3. Hemel Hempstead's Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain's men gymnasts win silver in the team final at the World Championships in Glasgow More from Alison Mitchell.
19: Max Whitlock led the way superbly for Great Britain, performing on all six pieces of apparatus and helping GB onto the world team podium for the first time with a historic silver, beating the reigning world and Olympic champions China, a team who've won every world team title bar one since 1994. Pommels was always expected to be a strong start with both Whitlock and European champion Lewis Smith in the team, but the medals were only settled on the final rotation with GB fourth going onto the floor. Christian Thomas, Dan Purvis, and then Whitlock as anchor held firm to not only pass the USA, a week on pommels, but also China and make their mark in history behind Japan, who took the gold.
0: BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at seven.
19: I love the library,
6: I love the library books and the library CDs, I even love the children and the OAPs, who all share membership with me. In my head, maybe one day I'll finally master the Dewey
11: Decimal
6: System. I love the library. I love the library books and the library CDs. I even love the children and the OAPs who all share membership with
5: me. And that's the official. Anthem for the BBC Three Counties Radio, Love Your Libraries. Love Our Libraries, lol. David's in Hitchin. Good morning, David. Hello, Ian. Good morning. Do you love our libraries? Do you lol?
20: Love Our Libraries?
5: Do uh, you, um, lo- Do you yeah, lol?
21: Yeah, I, uh, um, I, yeah, I like libraries. Do sorry. you lol? Depends what that means. Love our-
5: Do you love Our Libraries? Do you lol? Yeah, I suppose so,
22: yes.
21: Could case. you
5: say, because we're trying to get, like, a nice piece together. Could you say, hi, I'm David in Hitchin, and I lol, I love our libraries. So something like that. Use your own words, but as long as you get the slogan in, that's all that matters. David, away you go, buddy.
21: I'm
5: David in Hitchin, and I love to lol. How's that? It's wrong. You've got to get in, I love to lol. I, no, no, not love to oh, he's confusing me now, Kelly. He's confusing me. What was the meeting we Loves had? Love our boss? libraries. You i I'm David and Hitchin and I lol. Pause. I love our libraries.
21: Okay. Where you go, Dave? <clears throat> there you go. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, I've got a bit of a cold.
5: Yeah. Um
21: okay, I'm David and Hitchin. And I lol. I love our libraries.
5: Perfect absolutely perfect, beautiful. Add that to That's the good. add that to the Dewey decimal system. Of course. We'll put it in the um, the upstairs floor of the library where mm-hmm. no-one really goes. So it's a bit boring. David, what have you called in for, buddy?
15: Well, I was trying to talk with Kelly, actually. I wondered if uh, she related to Simon
20: Bates.
5: Simon Bates mm. from our tune. Well, they've got different names, Simon no, and Kelly. Simon, no, Simon
15: Bates. From our so, tune? Last I knew, lived in, um, in a flat not
8: far from Canterbury's Cathedral.
5: Canterbury's Cathedral. Shall I ask way. her for you, uh, David. If he could, yeah. OK. Kells, yeah. are you related to Simon Bates, who does our tune? He lives in Canterbury's Cathedral. Just by the cathedral? Mm. Yes. Yes, she is, mate. And he, he was married to Vanessa. Vanessa, and that's and it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
13: Uh-huh.
20: OK. So in that case, you also know about Andy Davis, who,
5: who
13: ran the computer firm? Uh, yeah, uh, the guy who ran the... Andy, he ran the computer firm. Yeah, I know him.
5: Yeah, yeah, Andrew, and he's got... Not Andy... Andy no, it's David, sorry to butt in, Kelly. I hope yeah, you don't no, mind. That's fine. Not Andy Davis that ran the computer firm.
6: Andrew Davis,
20: who
5: ran the Flippin computer firm. Flippin' oh. I haven't heard that name yeah. for the such last a long time. Last how's he, how's that, how, Have you spoken to him recently? No, no, because he's
13: moved down
20: to Canterbury as well now. Of course he has, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. I
13: remember that day. That was a sad
5: yeah. day. Still well, with
13: him. He would know me then, aside uh, from mentioning
5: the
20: other uh, metal man.
5: Okay, we didn't hear any of that again, David, because your phone is, is is knackered. But you brought back some great um, um fictional memories for us, so thank you for that. Okay,
23: fair enough.
5: Peace thanks, and love, thanks, David. Peace and love, David. Fine. Peace and love, absolute peace and love. What a player!
13: Love to see Simon again, though, it's been um, ages. Or Andy?
5: I, I, do you know? I didn't actually get on very well with Andy. I, 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 no. What did he look like again? He had the uh, the beard and the, the one eye. Oh yep, yep, got it. Um, oh three four five nine four double five five double five. There's a Christ! What? Mm. There's a crisis, guys. There's so much in the newspapers. Uh, Let's do the crisis first, okay? Speaking of Andes, most painters and decorators are called either Andes or Pietro. Oh. I reckon. (laughs) We're running out of painters... We're running out of P&Ds. Pans. Pans. Yeah, we're running out. Britain faces... This is why we need immigration, you idiots. UKIP, Farage, if we don't get more immigrants in, who's going to paint my back door? Because someone smashed it in! And then when you get a new back door, when they put a new one in, they do, you've got to paint it. They don't tell you that when you get it. Britain faces a shortage of tens of thousands what, of painters and decorators putting in doubt government efforts to build a million new homes by 2020, it was claimed yesterday. There was... flipping heck! There you go, guys. Let's play the numbers game. Let's start with you, Danny. Danny. Mm. There's a shortfall in London and the South East alone. Forget the rest of the country. Those guys can suffer. Oh hang on, we are the rest of the country. Weak. I'm not I'm not local. I am. Vocal. There's a shortage of painters and decorators in London and the south east, according to this report. How many are we shy? Six. <laughs> Flipping gonna kills. Thirty-three.
13: 33,000 mm, uh, We are
5: 33,000 33, um, painters and decorators shot in London wow. in the south of London That's nuts That's crazy How do they even know that? Oh, here we go Guess who did the report? B&Q The Dulux dog Yeah Dog. He's clever, though, isn't the he? The report by the paint firm's pet Dulux dog concluded that new homes may never be built without the workforce required to apply the finishing touches, mm. the painting, and indeed the decorating. I once, when we, were, when I lived in a uh, swanky flat in North London, I used to have money, and we were going to get it decorated, and um, we uh, bizarrely, we had um, some people came round, a lady firm came round. To do the painting, I tell tell Dennis, I can hear him, that's or I can point. hear him through there.
13: Just whack him through.
5: Just whack him through. Oh. Yes. We had a lady firm. I'm gonna
23: whack you through. Yes.
5: We had a lady. I finished the sentence. We had Dennis, a lady firm, a lady firm come round to do the he's painting gone. and decorating. Oh, he's hung up. Mm, flipping it. Oh. Yeah.
13: So you had a what?
5: We had a lady firm. Hey, shall I play a record? That's gonna blow your mind. That I like this record. Okay. Okay. Love this song. Yeah? I'm a big fan of... work experience James with us today and I've, I've, I'll be honest Kelly I've noticed this and I've commented on it not to his face behind his back because Wait, sorry, Ian, I, didn't hear that. I, I was just saying um, this is James whose work experience Danny say hello to James Hi, James he's number two in the running for Kelly's job I thought that was Kelly no she's now number one so where am I fifth what who's fourth James has got a very very powerful neck you look really? at the. you look at the turn around James let's see the back of the neck Take the take the head take the he- you've got yeah, two you go- headphones on. What the hell is he doing? Oh, he this can, is he's got a long got a neck. Chain. Take the take wait, the neck phones get- off and keep the, the- one. No. No, oh, no. Take the neck phones off, put the headphones on, turn round and stretch oh, yeah. your neck. Oh wait,
23: I've got caught up in the
5: chair. <sighs> oh jeez. Kids these days. <sighs> Kids these <sighs> days i have got no idea what's so going on. So he's
13: on work Look. experience and wants to learn to edit, yeah, what could we I give I him to edit?
5: Um you could edit this and you could edit this. I don't know if that's suitable. That's he doesn't rude. know us well enough to know that that's no, a joke.
23: That, yeah. yeah, I do. I listen to you most oh. days. Oh! <laughs> Who,
5: what other shows have you worked on here at BBC Three? Every single one, so apart we, from the weekend ones. Okay, well, <laughs> they don't count. No one listens there. Um, so you've, you've worked on uh, Roberta, uh, yeah. you've worked on Nick, and you've worked on JVS, and now you're working on mine. It's great mm-hmm. to have you on board. I really appreciate you, you, you coming in. Who has been your favourite? JVS. Wow! I love JVS. He just said that out loud to my face. I know,
13: but we're all thinking the same. What do what? we...
5: How, what? <coughs> oh, no. not you. Let me... Danny? Yeah? Who's been your favourite to um to work with? Hmm. Well, I haven't worked
23: with you yet, Ian,
5: You're so... working with me now! This is it! This is work! JBS. Oh, you are! <laughs> right, l- travel. i uh, not learn enough. All your microphones are off. Travel, travel, travel. Unbelievable. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC
10: Three Counties Radio. On the M25 there's queues anti-clockwise because the lane's been blocked by an accident just before junction 19 for Watford. That's causing a delay back from junction 21 for the M1. On the M1, it's slow southbound at junction 10 for Luton Airport. And on the A5 southbound in Hotcliffe, there's been um the overrunning roadway the roadworks there have overrun between Woburn Road and Hotcliffe and Dunstable, so that's been closed southbound. On the A507 on the Amptill Bypass in both directions, that's closed because it's being resurfaced between Station Road and Froghill Road, so expect delays in the area. And on the train departure boards, there are no major delays at the moment. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy. Yes. Favour
5: per favor. You. Sorry? I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> we've got this this bloke. I'm going to turn the music off because I need this clean. I need you clean, Sammy. I know it's hard to, to um, believe, but I need you clean. We've got this bloke called um, Steve, his work experience. I've got that right, haven't I? I spoke to Steve.
23: No, okay. it's not Stevie. No, you what is it? Me, it's Sammy. James. Okay, so we've got <laughs> this guy. To
5: James. We've got this guy called Steve, who's on work experience. He wants to learn <laughs> editing. Flipping heck. I mean, geez, why? There's there's work experience people to do that kind of stuff. So <laughs> I thought, you know, that BBC Three Counties are really we are we are lolling at the moment. We are loving our libraries. It's it's a campaign we've got where we encourage thick kids to go and look at books. Um, so okay. what we do, James is, go- is going to edit a nice little LOL package for us. So could you just say hi guys, something along the lines of hi guys, Mia Sammy Bruff uh, Ella uh, Traveler Newser. Mia, well, do it in What's English a if you language? want. Different language. Yeah, do, okay. it, do it in whatever language. Mia Mia LOL, I love our libraries. <laughs> Keep reading, kids. Something like that. You just you just freestyle oh, okay. it. He's going to put that with David and Hitchin, and we're going to get some more, and he's going to put a package together. Go. <laughs>
10: Uh, hi, I'm Sammy. Books are great. Go to your library.
5: Got to get the slogan.
10: Oh, it's I loll like, lolling I... our libraries.
5: Lo- no, we're not lolling. Lo- the... <laughs> uh, I loll. I love our libraries.
10: I loll our libraries. <laughs> I loll.
5: I mean, wowzers! Thank you, Sammy. 455 five, nine, four double five, five double five. We've got uh, a few minutes. We want to get Steve, his work experience, to put together a package to see if he leaves with all of his fingers. 6.47 Thursday, Mm. a group of Bedfordshire MPs met with the Policing Minister last night to try to get a better funding deal for the county's police force. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton, whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than a hundred pounds. The second rise this year, let's get the weather.
12: Hello, very good morning to you. It's going to be really quite mild for the next couple of days or so, staying mild, I should say, as it has been quite mild as well. But uh, we've got temperatures in double figures at the moment. There will be a bit of rain though, but later on through the morning, lasting well into the afternoon, and uh, some more rain on the way tomorrow. In case you're planning something, uh, something special outdoors for uh, for half term over the next couple of days or so, there will be some wet weather around. But it is a dry start to the day. We've got some rather misty conditions as well, particularly over parts of Buckinghamshire. Plenty of cloud thickening through. the the morning and eventually we'll get those outbreaks of rain. Now most of it is going to tend to be quite light and patchy and we could see some heavier bursts of it at first and then it's just going to stick around really into the afternoon much of that rain eventually drying out and probably brightening up again most likely towards western areas of Buckinghamshire but Hertfordshire staying wet I think for much of the afternoon just kind of on and off really um, some, some sporadic bursts of rain here and there. Top temperatures today up to 14 or 15 Celsius so still feeling fairly mild and it's a fairly brisk southerly breeze as well overnight tonight. Again, the rather damp conditions are going to prevail. A mild night to come. Lows of around 12 or 13 Celsius. Some heavier rain pushing in for tomorrow morning's rush hour. That's going to be on and off through the course of the morning and then that will clear to some sunny spells and some showers tomorrow afternoon. Again, very mild with top temperatures up to 16 or 17 degrees despite all of that rain. For trick or treaters, this Halloween is going to be another mild one. It was very mild last year. It will be mild again this year. Top temperatures up to 18 Celsius on Saturday. Lots of sunny spells and some Atmospheric fog on Sunday morning.
5: That's the forecast. Let's just say, um, uh, Elizabeth, that the uh, the weather this week is the temperature is is going to be. Um, hang on a minute. I can do something clever here. The temperature is going to. What? say. The temperature this uh, this Halloween is going, going to start off creepy. Creepy. Rise to spooky. Ooh. And then get terrified, it doesn't, <gasps> doesn't make any sense, I'm sorry, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have tried, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have tried.
1: Three Counties Sport. There's two days of live football this weekend.
5: On Saturday, choose between Watford. Empty goes go the goal! Empty scores! Watford double early. M.K. Dons. It was all about the delivery from M.K. Dons' best
15: player, Josh Murphy.
5: Stevenage.
15: And
23: Schumacher,
15: out of absolutely nothing, has
20: given Stevenage the lead. Or Wickham. Goal! Wickham are back in this. Great stuff from Wickham Wanderers.
5: Followed on Sunday by Luton at Dagenham. It's McCoy who
16: gets it, and it was sheer persistence from the Luton
9: Three Counties Sport. A weekend of live
5: football starts Saturday from 2 here on BBC Three Counties Radio. OK, Dennis, so we've got this work experience. Steve, he wants to learn how to edit. Uh, I, I edited um, something for Kelly Betts yesterday. Uh, I did it against my will, against my better judgement. It was the most tedious experience ever. She knows what it's going to be anyway, so it's pointless. So, Dennis. Yes, Ian, and, good morning. Yes, I need you to see, You You know what the script is, so just do it about lolling, please. Away you go.
14: Lolling. Uh, well, lolling, I loll about the bedroom, and about anything else. Love yeah. our mm. libraries. Love our libraries. Love our libraries, children. Go out and love our libraries.
5: And just to Say clarify, up, just to but... clarify, you don't love in our libraries. No, no. They, is it the library that had the... Um, I remember going to the libraries as a kid, and it had the sign-up saying, um, no bombing, no spitting, no heavy petting. That was libraries, wasn't it?
14: Not there's no lobbies I went to, we weren't like that. Okay.
5: No. Oh, you should have grown up in Slough, that's where the action anyway, was. Den Den, what you got for us?
14: Well, these painters and decorators, what's the use? why can't they do it, do it yourself? I mean, oh. there isn't a room in this house, when I, since I've come in, that I haven't altered. I'm in the process of altering the bathroom at the moment.
5: Right, so it, br- bringing why? it nearer. Um, hey, I got up, can't... get this right, I got up and had a pee four times last night.
14: Oh Well, I'm waiting to have one now, I'm sitting here cross-legged.
5: Oh, blimey. Oh, on the lobby.
14: No, no, good. no, no. She must be obeyed. There's there? no
5: painter. Oh, there's no painters and decorators. We're no, short. There's
14: no. What shall we paint As long as they use the right edge of the, the brush, you use the use of bristle part to put the glue, the
5: uh, paint don't, on. Don't give us a not painting and decorating. Um, we're not local radio. Oh no, we are actually. Yes, do that. Hey, Dennis. Yes. What makes a gentleman?
14: What makes a gentleman? Uh, good manners, I suppose. Mm. Mm. and, uh, open the door to let ladies come in first. What?
5: There's yeah, a list get here... Get
14: the car first and help the lady out.
5: There's, there's a list here from, um, Country Life, the 39 steps, uh, that make a gentleman. 39 steps. These are nonsense. Listen to this, right? Knows when to clap. Well, that's long when long that way, got it. That, that's when that's when a waiter drops something. Hey! <laughs> Would um uh, can tie his own bow tie? No. Can, can undo a that. bra? Can undo a bra with one hand? One-handed. Um, is one-handed? Undo a bra. Can train a dog? Here, Kells, okay, you're like this one. Can train a dog and a rose
13: train a rose
5: can train a dog and a rose roses yes but not the dog um, Rose wine. okay <laughs> rose wine okay well Dennis it's been great talking to you uh, yeah uh, <laughs> negotiates airports with ease die? Do, never check. take ease through airports guys that's really just asking for tra- did you die Dennis Sorry. Thank you very Don't much you well, We're sorry as well. No, we're sorry as well. Now do I have to play the BBC introducing track? You know what? It's entirely up to you. Okay, awesome then. Here it is. It's uh BBC introducing. It's local and vocal Joe Cocker. Oh, hang on. Let's do that mm. again. There he is. That...
6: Woman the country now I i for
5: Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Rodeo. We're running out of painters and de- Have you finished it? You enjoy that? You enjoyed that little video there?
13: That was excellent. Thank, Thank you very much indeed. Well put together. Thank
5: you very much indeed. We're running out of painters and decorators. What makes a gent? And boy oh boy, it really is. It really is a happy day because Phil Collins is coming out of retirement. Hey, there's a brilliant picture. But if you want to scare the kids, oh, I scared the. the my, my kids are coming in later on. They might be in time to come on the air. I was scaring the hell out of them yesterday. With I uh, had an accident in the kitchen. My mm. thumb fell off. <laughs> my thumb fell off. They were terrified. All my fingers are going to fall off at one point. But there's this um brilliant Halloween display. Display. This is a story by some uh, uh, journalist called Inda Deep Baines, and mm. I thought that was a pun for a second. Inda Deep Baines, tear down Halloween display. Please tell cafe owner right. Uh, The picture, two boys stare aghast at a fake murder scene Complete with mutilated mannequins, severed limbs and lots of blood But they aren't visiting the Hall of Horrors at the local fair They're walking past a cafe in town It's basically, it's a cafe, right? And in the window, they've got this, there's blood everywhere there's, um, um, uh, it, it's the most horrific, there's an arm sticking out of a chest of drawers, blood across the window, and there's, like, zombies sat there. It's flipping terrifying. But then I kind of think, if Halloween isn't making at least one of your children have, my youngest dressed up as, uh, as Dracula, Dracula the other mm. day. I made the mistake of um, being stood in a dark garden with him and explaining to him exactly what vampires are and what they do. You've never seen a child burst into tears so quickly. It was heartbreaking. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio the M25 they're accused anti-clockwise because of an accident, the road's been blocked at the moment just before junction 19 for Watford, that's causing a delay from junction 21 for the M1. Also on the M25 anti-clockwise it's very slow between junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 24 for Potter's Bar. And in Edgware on the A1 it's slow southbound because the lorry's broken down just before the apex corner and that's causing a delay back to Boreham On the M1 it's slow southbound between junction 10 for Luton Airport and 7 for Hemel Hempstead. And on the train departure boards, the Abelio Anglia Services have of Half-Hour Delay through Broxbourne, which is also affecting the Stansard Express, but there are no other reported delays at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Sammy, thank you. Dealey, I didn't spot you there, boss. We'll come to you in a bit, I promise, I promise. It's um, it's one of them mornings. I, I, you're not angry, are you, Justin? He's furious, he's furious, and rightly so. Right, rightly so, of course he should be. And he was there waiting to come on and do his piece, and um, I denied him the privilege, and I di- denied you the pleasure. And so... That can't be good for anybody. So, Phil Collins is coming out of retirement. We're running up painters and decorators. And what makes a gent? Oh, 3 459 five, 455 555.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks.
9: This is BBC Three Counties
0: Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Bedfordshire MPs meet with policing minister, serious case review after death of Luton Baby and cost of funerals in Milton Keynes to rise again.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A group of Bedfordshire MPs met with the policing minister, Mike Penning, last night to try to get a better funding deal for the county's police force. Over 8,000 people have so far signed an online petition for more money. Speaking before the meeting, the Conservative MP for Bedford, Richard Fuller, said the policing minister is sympathetic to their cause. He has to understand
2: that if there are problems in Bedfordshire after this formula, this isn't a problem where the Home Office can just point at the Chief Constable and say, you didn't do a good job. This creates problems that really have to be shared between the Home Office and ourselves. I think he is sympathetic. The problem for the Minister is there isn't an easy
0: solution. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. Baby Imran was seven months old when he was found dead at a house in January 2013. More from Carol Abercrombie.
3: Jessica Price, who's 24, and her mother Angela, who's 62, both of Morris Close in Luton, will be sentenced next month after being found guilty yesterday. The court heard they'd failed to provide him with enough food, drink or medical aid and he'd lost 17% of his weight in just nine days. The Luton Safeguarding Children Board says they'll consider any new evidence presented in court before their review is published.
0: Police have confirmed that the man who absconded during a day visit from a secure unit in Milton Keynes is a convicted rapist. 58-year-old Malcolm Millman was on a visit to a monastery near Hemel Hempstead on Saturday afternoon. He is under the care of Chadwick Lodge in Eaglestone in Milton Keynes. Thames Valley police say Millman is a potential risk to the public. He was seen on CCTV on Monday afternoon at Manchester Airport, but police don't believe he has access to a passport. A report on the failed charity Kids' Company has found that it received at least £46 million pounds of public money despite repeated warnings about how it was run. The report by the National Audit Office says civil servants raised concerns about the charity, which collapsed in August as early as 2002. The cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100. It's the second time this year Milton Keynes Council has put the prices up. Jessica Cooper reports.
4: The new fees come into force next week and will see a cremation rise from just over £700 to 850 with a standard adult burial increasing from £782 to 900 Milton Keynes Council says it faces unprecedented financial challenges, and it's trying to ensure services are viable and get the right balance on charges. Fees tend to be the most expensive in the three counties in Hertfordshire, where prices can top £1,000.
0: In sport, Manchester United are out of the League Cup after losing on penalties to Championship side Middlesbrough after a goalless draw at Old Trafford. And Hemelhamster gymnast Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain win silver in the team final at the World Championships in Glasgow. The weather, a dry start, but with rain spreading to all parts of the region, a maximum temperature 15 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties.
5: Thank you, Simon. Oh, yes. Open the microphone. Open the microphone. Then you can be heard. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Busy show. Busy show. There's a lack of painters and decorators. What Makes a Gentleman? Phil Collins is coming out at last. All of this and indeed more. 03459 four double five five double five. You can text as well. 81333. Start your text 3CR.
1: Across beds, hearts and bucks.
5: This is BBC Three Counties Radio. A campaign to get better funding for Bedfordshire Police is progressing on two fronts this week. Last night, a group of the county's MPs met with the police minister and Hemel Hempstead MP Mike Penning to lobby for a better deal. Meanwhile, a petition has been drawn up by the county's police and crime commissioner Ollie Martins. You may have seen him out by a supermarket yesterday. The Chief Constable, John Boucher, has also got involved in the campaign and has written to all schools to get support. Well, Alistair Burt is the MP for North West Bedfordshire and brokered the meeting last night. Morning, Alistair. Morning, Ian. Um, Why? Why why, why are you doing this?
21: Um, The view of the Members of Parliament and most people that you speak to in Bedfordshire is that our police force is underfunded, and bearing in mind the complexity of the work it's got to do, And we are taking advantage of the consultation process offered by the government to speak to the police minister and say we want to see a change. Uh, And yesterday afternoon, all six of the county's MPs, that's the two MPs from Luton, the four MPs from Bedfordshire, we all went uh, with our respective parties two Labour, four Conservative to put the case to the minister directly.
5: And how did it go?
21: Well, Mike Penning's not in a position at this stage to respond and, and give an answer. The consultation period is there. And it's to discuss the police formula. There will be an answer uh, in due course, uh, probably around about when the government announces its overall spending. But the case we put, and it is very powerful that it's been supported by a public petition and by the Chief Constable, is that at 169 officers per 100,000 of population compared to the national average of 232, that indicates the, uh, the, the, the scale of the force is, is, seems to be unfairly represented compared to other areas. So with the case we were putting is you can keep the overall envelope of how much is spent on the police nationally the same, but in all in conscience, we, we think it's a, a fairer distribution would assist Bedfordshire.
5: The argument um against giving more money to Bedfordshire is that Bedfordshire could possibly do um more with other forces and could um make more savings. do you agree with that?
21: Um I think the force has worked very hard over the past few years to um work uh, collaboratively with other forces. It already does, with both Cambridgeshire and Hertfordshire. Um it looks to uh, it, it it looks to make savings where it can by putting backroom stuff together. There is a limit as to how much of that you can do. I do agree that it's perfectly feasible to continue to look for more. Um, And if that turns out to be more of the answer, then I would look to the police to do that. But the force has tried this. This wasn't the first time MPs had been on a delegation to see the police minister. We've done this with previous Labour governments as well as the Conservative government. There is something uh, badly wrong with a formula which doesn't recognise the fact that although Bedfordshire is mostly rural, the, um, uh, the impact of Luton and Luton Airport means that we've got a complexity and density of crime which is not reflected in other parts of the, of the area. That's why we feel the formula funding is wrong. That's what we wanted to put very clearly to the, um, uh, to the Minister. I- I'm glad the petition has gathered a lot of support. I do wish more people had voted for the referendum last year because we had a chance to add 100 officers uh, for £4 million to the police force, uh, and unfortunately the referendum didn't succeed, And uh, so we have that to overcome as well.
5: Uh, Ollie Martins um, has been very outspoken about um, the, uh, the, the this deal, saying how bad it was, and he also uh, said that if there was a terrorist incident in Luton or, or in Bedfordshire, it would be the government's responsibility. What did you think about what he had to say?
21: Well... I felt that the rhetoric was a bit heavy uh, and I did criticise Ollie Martin for that but we've since met and spoken and I don't disagree with putting the case directly to the police but what I didn't want was um, a risk that the rhetoric about the campaign obscured the facts and the figures and I was just a little bit concerned that that was the case and indeed the police minister did mention uh, the the comments of the police commissioner yesterday. Oh, what did he say about them? Well, he just said he'd noted them, and I think he took the view that I did that they were a bit over the top. But I don't want that to be the most important thing. The most important thing is not the rhetoric. The police commission is quite entitled to make his own case, and that's for him to comment upon. The most important thing is the figures. Uh, and the concern we have about the funding, we wanted to put that, so all the MPs put it, we were very straightforward about it, there was no overblown rhetoric used yesterday, so I think we're we're very clear that the Chief Constable, the Police Commissioner, ourselves as MPs, we're all agreed on this and we hope we have made a strong case to the Police Commissioner and I think all the MPs will also be uh, writing directly to the Home Secretary as well to make sure that she is aware of our concerns before a final decision is made.
5: What happens next, Alistair?
21: What happens next is the government has to consider the representations that are being made on the formula. I understand that the majority of police forces have not uh, not done what uh, we have done. Perhaps that indicates the majority of them are content with the figures that have come out, and perhaps that gives a little bit of leeway for those forces that are unhappy with it. So we'll wait and see what the government has to decide. The government's overall cost envelope, we know, is, is very difficult. Uh, the public have voted for a government that wants to see... Uh, us live within our means, uh, get the deficit down. Uh, we all know that that takes further work um, but also my constituents want to make sure they're adequately and properly policed uh, so we want to see if we can square the circle. That's what we're trying to do.
5: Alistair, thank you very much indeed. Alistair Burt, MP for North West Bedfordshire, oh three four five nine This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. So, Kelly Betts is leaving. This, this is her last ever Thursday here. Tomorrow's your last day. It's a weird one because Catherine's not here. Yeah. We. I'm kind of finishing you off how you got me started.
13: Yes.
5: Um, in that three and a half years ago, when I came to this parish, mm-hmm. uh, it was you were producing.
13: Yes.
5: Who'd have, who'd have thunk it? I know. And I walked in and Isn't there was this child funny? and I said, Hello. Hello. He did. Hello there. Is, is your mummy or your daddy here? No. Okay. I need to find a big, big grown up person to produce the radio show. I'm doing it. Oh, blimey. Oh, blimey. And that <laughs> it was good, ended. Though, didn't it? Some... We had some fun. No, 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 no. no, no. I had fun with Dashy.
13: Oh, she was great. Who? Mm?
5: So, um, so you're leaving. So, yes. so Catherine's not here tomorrow. C- uh,
11: uh,
13: Justin.
5: Justin, that's the lady. He's not here to uh, tomorrow no. either. Um. Oh I've been Oh we go. So people have been sending in Oh I can't open this one. I can't open the one from Russell. If I forward it to you, can you can you open it? Cuz I can't course. open it sent it in a weird format. So people we've been doing tributes I've put together a package but you know what the package is? It's just everything that people have said on the radio about you over the um, Snow Patrol song. So I don't know why I had to do it. You were supposed to do it. It was your idea. Exactly. So you should have done it. My idea for you to do it. Yeah. It uh, took, me, took me about 35 minutes yesterday in the you office.
13: Sent, you sent me a text. I can read it. Yeah, well, I find it
5: only because you made me feel guilty. No. Yes. No. Yes.
13: Uh, email me the obits. I'll do the package.
5: Yeah. Only that was. Uh, but you got the tone in that.
13: And I said, Oh, you're cute. You don't have to kiss. Don't mind. Won't take long. <laughs> Did though, didn't it? Took longer than you.
5: Okay. Took thought. me 35 minutes. I'd done it, and we'll play it tomorrow, and it's rubbish. And that's Thanks. your fault. Thank you. Um, but then... Oh, well, let me send you that. There we go. So you should have that. I don't know if you can get that. But then people who think they are bigger than the show, Russell, Katia, they're emailing in their pre-produced packages. Like, I, what am I supposed to do with it? I can't be bothered with that. I mean, it's in the great scheme of things, guys, someone's leaving her job. You know what I mean? you, you know what I mean? It's just like it happens every day.
13: Happens all the time. It happens all the not time. Not to me, It but will happen to, to you people. more and more often,
5: <laughs> Kelly. Get used to it. It will happen. Um, so you know, um, don't. The, the, the time to get in your entry. You can do live ones tomorrow, um, but um, the time to get in your entries has has long since long since passed. So let's. Uh, that's, that's What's not, this? I don't, that's not what I wanted. I wanted. Um, as I wanted. Oof. Sorry? It's Al City. Yeah,
13: it's awful. I like Al City. He awful did it in his City. bedroom. Or was
5: that Daniel Beddingfield? I don't care. Um, I have fun because I call him Al instead of Owl. <laughs> Thanks, guys. 03459 45555. Are there any painters and decorators listening? They listen to um, Capital Gold or Polish FM. They like their music,
13: don't they? They don't
5: do. What well, they'll like this. Mmm. Could not believe my eyes Half a million blooming fireflies, yeah So, um, if there are any painters and decorators, you're a dying breed Why? There should be more of them because no one knows how to do DIY I can't do DIY My dad was excellent at DIY I never gave him a moment's notice when he was um, laying slabs Or um, putting wood up or any of those things. Danny, can you do the DIY? No, my, my, you know my uncle
7: can do it. He, he gets paid
5: for it. Do you know... Or uh, well, is he a painter and decorator? I think, yeah, a bit of that. Cash in hand? <laughs> he listens to smooth. Um, do you know what DIY stands for? Do it yourself. You do it yourself, you lazy get. I put some chairs together. Kelly, can you do it <laughs> yeah. yourself? Yes,
13: yeah, Can I watch? Yeah.
5: Ooh. Because I don't think anybody... can. I don't think anybody... Let's pick an age. Let's pick an age. I'm 42. I don't think anybody under the age of 42 can do it themselves.
13: I 100% disagree.
5: Oh, wowzers. has gone. So you're I'll saying 100% of people you under the age of 42 <laughs> can do it themselves, <laughs> are you?
13: With the internet, you can Google and YouTube anything and you yeah, can no. learn new skills yeah, all recipes. the time. Yeah, that's for free. not doing it yourself. That's Reci-
5: learning from someone else.
13: Yeah, but then you're doing it yourself. You're not getting someone else to come in.
5: Yeah, you're allowed to learn DIY. We're not, we're not dissing LIY, we're talking about DIY. Like but that's cooking. No. It's cooking. No. Where has someone gone, oh, do you know what? I need to learn how to put roll plugs in. Is it roll plugs or wall plugs? What, see. YouTube it. I wish they'd say YouTube. it clearly. <laughs> I, here's the thing I've got, the beef I've got. Say, is it roll plugs or wall plugs? No one says it clearly enough for me.
10: We're on the M25 anti-clockwise Just after Junction 20 for Kings Langley there was an accident earlier but it's been moved to the hard shoulder now. It's still causing a long delay from Junction 218 for the M1 South at St Albans though. On the M1 southbound it's very slow from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. And it's also busy now on the A1M southbound between Junction 3 for St Albans and South Hatfield. In Edgeware on the A1 southbound it's very slow between Boreham Wood and the Apex Corner because lorry's broken down just before the traffic lights at March Lane. In in Brumham on the A4280, Bromham Road, that's very busy. You're looking at the speed sensors between the Branston Way and Shakespeare Road. And on the trains, the Bellio to Greater Anglia have half-hour delays through Broxbourne, which are also affecting the Stanford Express. Samantha Brough, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Is it roll plugs, Sammy, or wall plugs?
10: As in a plug that you plug into the wall?
5: No. You see, and that's, and that's, she's broken Britain when it comes to, er, LIY, DIY. 7.16, Thursday the 29th of October, these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Bedfordshire MP says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100, pounds, the second rise this year.
1: Every weekday
24: morning. Isn't it
5: nice to have a good discussion about things
24: in a polite
5: Let me just stop that for a second. Let me stop that for a second. Is, is work experience um, Steve there? To to get, get, get him on. Get Steve on.
13: Steve? Do
5: you want to have a quick chat with Ian? He's that fella in there. Steve. How's it w- going, Ian? Worky Steve. It's, it's, uh, actually, uh, do you know what? I'm going to say this. I've been in therapy a long time, so I know how to say these things and not harbour. Uh, choose discomfort over resentment. You said something very, very rude to me earlier on, and I could easily let that grow into a resentment. I'm going to choose the discomfort of, of confronting you with it. You told me you've worked on all of the shows. I have. I asked you what your favourite show was, and you said... Jonathan Vernon Smith's show was it, and I, I just wondered why that was your favourite show.
23: I just like his his witty God. uh personality, and his his consumer programmes quite good as well. It's quite a unique programme. Did you hear
5: the first twenty minutes of his consumer hour yesterday? I did not because that was weird. <laughs> <If> <laughs> I didn't actually. God, is say, anyway, guys, the first twenty minutes of JVS's consumer hour yesterday was the weirdest bit of radio I've heard in ages. <laughs> what it happened? Was, it, it, <laughs> don't know okay. <laughs> there was an old woman who couldn't hear him and there's a bloke calling up from a hospital anyway that's by the by I see what you're doing you're flirting I'm not having it. the shields are up alright well then you might like this next little bit of radio
24: every weekday morning isn't it nice to have a good discussion about things in a polite way a
5: piece, you make a very valid
15: point as long as a person can do the job I don't care. Hence, I'm saying she's completely out
24: of touch. It doesn't always happen like that, though, does it? Well, if you let me speak, I'll let you. Well, I'll, I'll let you know what
5: they are then. Why well, don't prove An accident, Enjo- Are Enjoy, join- enjoying this? Yes. Oh, let's let's go. Go. My
24: big phone in every morning from nine gets everybody talking.
5: First of all, I congratulate you. Got a very good topic on this morning. I like to share. Do you like that, Guy? saying he has got a really good topic. It depends what the topic is. Oh. I
14: mean.
23: Statement, because I find that quite inflammatory.
1: The JVS show weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio.
2: Uh, you,
5: Don't you start, on. Bets? Yeah. Hmm? Don't you start? We've got work yeah, experience, yeah. Kevin, there, and I'm trying to get him to understand yeah. the the. Uh, the yeah, okay. Nice. Were you late for Jonathan's show as well?
23: No. You're the only person I've been late for, fortunately.
24: Yeah,
5: <laughs> like you. And I assume I'm going to get a written r- apology for that, a, like a oh, letter. Course. Yeah, okay. Well, that, you that's... get a
23: verbal apology as well. I'm, <laughs> I'm the bigger man to come and tell you in person.
24: Late.
5: Oh, well, yeah, I was expecting you to come and apologise for being late at six, but that didn't happen oh, until now.
2: So
23: three, yeah, oh well, I, I was on, know, I on in traffic at six. I, uh, I did ring in.
5: I rang ahead. Imagine if I got stuck in traffic. All right, right? Is. Thank what you. What would me. happen then to bedsides and bugs? It would collapse, <laughs> Steve. It would collapse. We're radio. We're not allowed to get stuck in traffic. We make the traffic. <laughs> okay.
23: Now Danny would fill in, wouldn't he? What is going on with people these days?
1: This is Ian Lee
9: on BBC Three Counties Radio. Just
5: breathe. Breathe. You've got the kids coming in here, I wanna see you. I don't want to see Angry Daddy again. Otherwise, there'll be another letter to social services. It'll be terrible. Anyway, Milton Keynes Council says unprecedented financial challenges are the reason why it's increasing the costs of burials and cremations for the second time this year. From Monday, a standard adult burial will cost £900 instead of £782 and a cremation will increase by £150. Well, We've spoken to all of our local councils and burials seem to be cheaper in Bedfordshire and Buckinghamshire with fees the most expensive in parts of Hertfordshire. So if you feel like you're going to pop your clogs, get over to Bucks. Michael Liddle is Managing Director of Neville's Funeral Directors, which has branches in beds, hearts and bugs uh, and joins me now. Morning, Michael. Good morning. Um, Why is it that, um, well, how do the price changes in Milton Keynes compare to the other areas that you cover?
18: Uh, Well, if if I was to say, if you wanted a cremation in West Hart's crematorium, at at Garston, it would be £520.
11: Yeah.
18: Bedford would be, I think, in a region of £658. Luton, just over £700. Uh, Milton Keynes and Harwood Park, strange in, in Hertfordshire, above £850.
5: Flipping that. That's, I mean, from, from the cheapest to the most expensive. That's that's 300 quid. That's an incredible amount, yeah. isn't it?
18: Yes. It's, uh, but obviously that's the rate that the councils and the various commemoratoriums set, and sadly that's what
5: the families have to... Do we to know how... I mean, I mean, I'm mean, i going to say something, Michael. Listen, I know very, very little about this. It's always been one of my things. I think we should, talk, we should teach death in schools because, you know, I'm getting to the age where people are dying around me, and I don't know a lot about it. What exactly are you paying that eight, over 800 quid for in a crematorium in Milton Keynes? What are you getting for that?
18: Well, you'll get, obviously, you get the cremation process itself where, you know, you know sadly, somebody's uh, cremated. You get uh, the, um, the music facility. Um, they also have a PowerPoint presentation. set um, have your loved ones showing on through the screen. Uh, and basically, you'll be used to the chapel and the heating,
5: obviously, at the upkeep. So it's primarily, it's primarily then the, the, the kind of the actual, you know, the cremation itself, the physical act of cremation, and, and renting the facilities, because the, 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 yeah. the, the screen and all the, you know, the CD player, that's, that's all going to be there already. Yeah. Um,
18: it's just well, seems... obviously, there's, you know, environmental issues, they yeah. could possibly say that, you know, the emissions and everything have to be monitored now quite closely The European regulations various things like that, um, and that the upkeep of the machinery... Possibly it's expensive, but then all the... Having said that, all the crematoriums have the same problem, Yeah,
5: exactly, exactly. Um, What do your customers say, uh, 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 Michael?
18: Uh, Well, I'll be honest, they don't say, if I'm perfectly honest, a lot about it. I think they take it as given, really, because if you sadly want to have your loved one cremated at Milton Keynes, the going rate's £850, and really they have to pay it, don't they, you know? I mean, if you consider our normal... um, Funeral costs: for a hearse, and a limousine to Milton Keynes uh, crematorium would be about one thousand nine hundred yeah. and sixty pounds. Yeah. And on top of that, you've got just over thousand sixty seven thousand hundred uh, for fees and things like that.
5: Yeah. It's an expensive business. I can understand funerals, the the, the, the burials being yeah. more expensive because uh, well, there's there's limited space, isn't there?
18: That's correct. Yeah. Everywhere's struggling to find room. Sadly, you know. Um, a lot of parish uh, churches and that now getting to the limit of their being mm. you know, able to take loved ones, you
5: know. Uh, um, Michael, how long have you been in the business for? Because quite often when I've interviewed um, um, the, the undertakers and people involved with funeral directors, they they've started at a very young age.
18: Uh, well, uh, over forty years now. Blimey. I was, 15, I was fifteen and
5: a half when I started. Yeah, I, 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 I've, I've had, had so many people. I've had so many people that say they did it as work experience, or or they left yeah. school at sixteen, seventeen, yeah. and went and started it. Yeah, that's me, yeah. Well, Michael, Learned listen, I, I, I appreciate all the work that, that you and your colleagues do. You know, it's one of those things that we don't talk about and we should yeah. talk about it because you know what? It's going to happen to all of us at some point.
18: I'm afraid it will, sadly, yes. There's uh, it's
5: no way out of it, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. They're working on it, Michael. <laughs> Maybe one day well, you'll be out of business. I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much.
18: There's no problem at all. See you Thank around. you very
5: much. Michael Little, Managing Director of Neville's Funeral Directors. Uh, yeah, the number of people I've spoken to, you say, well, when did you uh, become a few... Oh, yeah, about 15. Did it as work... Was someone on a while ago on... I'm sure it was on here. It wasn't the other place. You said, uh, yeah, well, I uh, did it as work experience and I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, Graham's on the line. Morning, Graham. Morning. What you got for his boss?
20: Well, I've got an answer. and a question for you. Yes. <laughs> uh,
5: roll plug wall plugs
20: roll plugs the brand
5: of yeah.
18: wall plugs
5: what hang on a minute do that again wall plugs hmm? is the brand of wall plugs oh you're joking so roll yeah. so they so wall plugs is the thing yeah like it's a public address system but we call it tannoy yes so wall but then why did why did roll name it roll was that just to confuse me
18: Definitely,
5: mate. Flipping hell! <laughs> do you? Can you do DIY, Gray? Yeah, I can.
18: By landing in uh, my son's bedroom.
5: Uh, but is it now? Is it to a professional standard? Is the missus happy?
18: She's very happy, but it's not to a professional standard.
5: <laughs> <laughs> She's used. I once, when I bought my first flat, I decorated. We had um, a spare room at the end, and I decorated the spare room. Right. And it took me about eight months, and it looked flipping awful. Absolutely awful. I mean, terrible. And I vowed I would never, Graham, I would never decorate again. I would only get things decorated when I could afford to pay a man to come and do it. I only pay um, blokes to do it if I can't do it myself, being,
18: you know, like plastering the That's that art, you know what I mean? That's professionals. Yeah. But, um, paying a right? God. And the question is, Ian. Um, you know the countdown theme. Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo.
5: Ooh, yeah.
18: Is the uh, is that? Do you have to pay for that when you use
5: it? Oh, flipping heck! I hope not. We're we're, we're going to owe the estate of Richard Whiteley about £52,000. Exactly. The man who wrote that must be minted if everyone
18: has to pay for that.
5: Everyone
18: uses that.
5: The person who wrote... Here we go. Here's pop trivia, but I can't remember all of the facts, so everyone's going to help me out here. The person, the man who wrote the Countdown theme tune, is the dad of the bald girl who had a hit with... It's going to be a fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine day today. It's going to... I'm getting blank looks from the kids. So
13: who... Um, why,
5: why... I've got so many questions. I'm just thinking yeah. of
13: bald women.
5: Do you remember that song, Graham? I remember the song, but not the woman who sung it. She was bald. Her dad... in mean, this trivia Shanaid is... Sinead O'Connor. He... No. Des O'Connor. No. Her dad wrote the theme tune, the, the countdown... Biddley Bong
13: Right Bald Thanks Graham I appreciate your call Countdown Dad it, I mean that
5: trivia Is now irrelevant If no one knows What her song is Because then you might As well say Well did you know The guy from uh, who wrote The Countdown Biddley Bong um, uh, His daughter Had a hit with It's gonna be A fine night tonight It's gonna be A fine day today Am I the only person That remembers The classic pop Of the 90s
10: On the M25 anti-clockwise, there's been an accident just after Junction 20 for King's Langley, and that's causing a delay from Junction 21 for the M1 South in St Albans. It's slow on the A1M southbound at uh, Junction 3 for St Albans as well, and in Edgeware on the A1, that's queued southbound because the lorry's broken down just before the apex corner, which is causing a delay back to the Holiday Inn in Boreham Woods. In Hockliffe on the A5, that's reopened southbound between Woburn Road in Hockliffe and the A505 in Dunstable, and the M1 southbound in Northamptonshire has a lane blocked. Because of two, uh, an accident, which is causing a two-mile queue approaching Junction 16 for Daventry, on the trains there's half-hour delays at Broxbourne, and that's also affecting the to Express. And if you're using the London Underground, there's minor delays on the Piccadilly Line as because of a signal failure at Heathrow Airport. Smelt the breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Across beds, hearts, and bugs.
10: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley, a Bedfordshire MP, as he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100, the second rise this year. Sport. BBC 3 County Sports.
1: BBC Three-Counties Radio.
0: Manchester United are out of the League Cup after losing on penalties to Championship side Middlesbrough after a goalless draw at Old Trafford, with Wayne Rooney among those to miss in the shootout for Louis van Gaal's side. It's
18: more uh, like uh, the casino, eh? red or, or, or black. And they were uh, now lucky, but we have trained yesterday also on the penalties. I cannot take them. You'd have scored. I I think so.
0: But Manchester City and Liverpool are through. City beat Crystal Palace 5-1. Liverpool secured their first win under new manager Jurgen Klopp with a 1-0 victory over Bournemouth. Also last night, Southampton beat managerless Aston Villa 2-1. Milton Keynes-Dons say any decision on banning supporters involved in Saturday's fighting at QPR will be made after any court cases have taken place. Six people were arrested for a fray in the away section at Loftus Road. Those people have been bailed. Meanwhile, a scan has confirmed a calf strain for midfielder Ben Reeves, who was replaced after an hour at QPR. No timescale has been put on his recovery. Wickham and Chesham's FA Cup first-round matches have been moved to Sunday, November the eighth, with two o'clock kick-offs. Wickham are at Halifax, Chesham away to Bristol Rovers. Both matches feature as part of extended BBC television coverage that afternoon. The first-round matches for Luton, Stevenage, Borehamwood, and St Albans remain on Saturday the seventh at three. Hemel Hempstead's Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain's men gymnasts win silver in the team final at the World Championships in Glasgow. More from Alison Mitchell.
19: Max Whitlock led the way superbly for Great Britain, performing on all six pieces of apparatus and helping GB onto the World Team podium for the first time with a historic silver, beating the reigning World and Olympic champions China, a team who have won every World Team title bar one since 1994. Pommels was always expected to be a strong start with both Whitlock and European champion Lewis Smith in the team, but the medals were only settled on the final rotation, with GB 4th going onto the floor. Christian Thomas, Dan Purvis and then Whitlocker's anchor held firm to not only pass the USA, who are weak on pommels, but also China and make their mark in history behind Japan, who took the gold.
0: BBC Three Counties News and Sports. The next full bulletin is at 8.
6: Come on, come on.
11: I love the library
5: I love the library books and the library CDs I even love the children and the OAPs Who all share ship with me Morning David! Good morning, oh, I got, I've got something for you. I've got something for you. Hang on a minute, here we go. Hang on yeah. a minute, hang on a minute. Yeah. Okay. Hang, okay.
20: No, sh- okay. Shut, shut I'm, up. I'm hanging on. Shut up.
1: Don't come
5: in, shut up oh.
1: Across beds, Hards and Bugs, Dave Luton. Yes. Hello Across Beds Hards and Bugs, Dave
5: Luton. Yeah. Yeah. Have you put the phone down? It's just gone. <laughs> he bottled it. He suddenly thought he's getting a little bit too serious. Get him back for crying out loud. I've got another one as well. Got another one for him. Where did he go? Where'd where, where Dave Luton Guys, hello. Um, okay, we'll, get, well, let's get Dave Luton back and let's keep our fingers crossed that he's. So, we've worked out what the song was, have we? Um, we've worked out what the song was? Yes. What was the song?
23: It's a fine day. Sorry? It's, it's a, a
13: fine day. Hang
5: on a second, hang on a second. Dave? Yeah, it's a What, what happened? I don't
13: what
20: know,
5: happened? mate. You cut me off, didn't you?
13: He's done a little garden.
5: It's Dave Luton.
13: <laughs> oh, that's
5: amazing. <laughs> I've had those for months. I forgot all about them. I've got more as well. Dave, I believe you've done A Little Garden. What would you like to say? Right. This morning you said
20: that if you were late for work for a traffic jam, there'd be chaos for North um, bay, with, Beds, pups and Hearts. With, with where, sorry? Beds, Bucks and Hearts. You said Beds, bubs, and barbs. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Never, mind. Never mind. No? Yeah. Yeah. You said there'd be chaos Hello. If you was late for work through... Hello? Good
5: Good, good morning, traffic sir. jam. Yeah.
20: Through a traffic jam.
5: Yes, yeah, sir.
20: No, no. No, no. I think you got it wrong, mate. There oh, won't God. be chaos. Because they'd ask for Justin straight away because, yeah. well, he's on the ball all the time, isn't he?
5: What does that mean? Is that a euphemism?
20: Well, he's there. What? He's there all
5: the time. Well, no, he gets in after I do. No, no, it be before you. Supposing he gets caught in the same traffic as me? No,
20: they bring him
5: straight up. And well, no, 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 because in. he comes in. He comes in about um, twenty minutes after I get in in the morning. It
20: doesn't
5: matter. Well, but you said he's, like, you said. Well, no, it does matter for accuracy's sake because you said he's said. Do you remember this song, Dave? <laughs> do you remember this, Dave? No. It's the ball glass. Her here's a bit of trivia for you.
20: Yeah.
5: Sorry. Her dad wrote the Biddly yeah. Biddly Bongs for Countdown. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Sounds right. Yeah, hang on. You'll sing along to the chorus. Here we go. No, Don't Boris. No, no. Get to the chorus. It's going to be a fine
6: night tonight.
5: It's going to be a
6: fine day today.
5: It's going to be a
6: fine night tonight. It's going to be a fine day tomorrow. You remember that, David?
20: No, yeah. C- can you and Jonathan and Bernard Smith stop singing on the radio? I beg your pudding. Because you give me a headache.
5: You, you're just jealous, mate. I tell you what, why don't you give us a tune?
20: No, no. I'll no, no, can no. We, can we have Danny or Kelly give us a little song in the you're, morning? All
5: right, yeah. Let's Danny. Yes. Dave Luton. Mm. Mm. Do you know him? Vaguely. Okay. Do you know Danny, Dave? Vaguely. He wants you to sing a little song. <laughs> I don't know what to sing. What's
2: your favourite song, Dave? No, no, Yeah.
20: Um, well, anything. Anything? Yeah, oh, no, I please, want it to be for you. I want it to be special. Yeah, please don't go to Kelly. Please don't please go, go to Kelly. Please don't go to Kelly. Please don't go
5: to Kelly. Please don't go to Kelly. Please don't go to Kelly. Please don't go to Kelly. Is that not what you wanted? Hey, hang on no. a minute, Dave. Dave, 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 have a listen to this.
21: I'll never forget where I was when I heard the news about Kelly Betts. I was in the kitchen looking for my daughter's football socks. It was a devastating time. Turns out she'd put them in her book bag.
5: I don't think people are taking the Kelly Bets. That's uh, sharp.
13: <laughs> Honestly, that's that's,
5: that's sharp. That, if that was a if that peaceful. was a pie, we'd say that was a bit tart. Um,
13: I'd say it was a bit emotional, I, I thought, emotional part. I,
5: I nice. thought that was brilliant, actually. Oh, did you, David? Well, what would yeah. you know? What, 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 what would you know about brilliant? What's your favourite colour? Red. Oh, what's your favourite album? Um,
20: oh, 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 I've got so many. I can't remember them all now. Well, just
5: pick one. Pick, pick, pick no. your favourite album. What? What album? St. J- Alban. What? St. Yeah, your, st- so your favourite. St- his favourite album is St. Alban's. No, Stank. <laughs> Stank. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I will do. I'm Stand. stamping on your foot and you're off. Bye-bye. Thank you very much indeed. Good morning, uh, Justin. <laughs> Good morning, boss. Dave, Dave, oh, oh, yeah, Dave's, Dave's, um, hot, Dave doesn't understand how radio works.
7: Mm, well, do you know what? I might have a little feature for Dave, but I think if I
5: offer him the opportunity,
7: he might become a little bit, not arrogant, but too arrogant.
5: Yeah, uh, you're not going to put him in the geezer's chair, are you?
7: No, no, no. certainly not going to put him there. He doesn't deserve to be in the geezer's chair, but no. uh, I might have him as
5: some sort of judge for something. No oh, flipping egg. Mm. Dealey, well, and what we, we I gave you two mm. two important packages for this yes. morning show. Which one have we got now? Uh, Phil
7: Collins to come later on because it is a very special day. But yeah, uh, right yeah. now we're going to be talking about gentlemen and what makes a gent. Uh, something you picked up on the oh, papers Oh, this, this is morning. brilliant.
5: Yeah, this is in um, this is in the, the, the Daily Mail. It's in. Uh, um, I've got to be careful how I say this, so I'm building up to it slowly. A country life, yep. uh, and it's got it lists uh, the top 39 things that, that make a gentleman. Right? Yep. Knows a rook from a crow. <laughs> Seeks out the party's hostess. Here's one, right, that doesn't I don't surely this is the thing. Knows when to use an emoji. What? I you know they're like the smiley faces or the yeah, bloke I with the turban and stuff.
7: What's that
5: got to do with being a gentleman? I ne- surely a gentleman would never use an emoji.
7: Yeah.
5: Use words, guys. Use words. Here, here. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate the support. So, so You've happy. taken this to the streets, buddy. I have, and off the back of this, let me
7: tell you about my idea, by the way. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go viral this morning. Okay. Um, you specifically requested a lady's perspective yep. on what makes a gent. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I've yeah, Been on the streets this morning for the last hour or so. Here's what happens. Oh, the, oh,
5: the ladies, ladies in the house. Oh. Yeah, yeah, mm. the ladies, the ladies. The ladies'
12: perspective. Hashtag, what makes a gent.
7: This is a Ladies' Perspective special, okay? In your opinion, and be as brutal as you want to be, what makes a gent?
12: Um, Somebody that opens the door for you, somebody that's polite, somebody that will not always expect you to pay for your own things, but I do believe ladies should um, be independent and pay for themselves at times.
7: I'm sensing a little bit of beef here. Um, Do you think we're lacking in gentlemen right now? Sometimes. People who are not gentlemen, do they make you puke?
12: Not really, they're just men.
7: I knew there was beef in there somewhere. Thank you. Thank you. What makes a gent, madam? Um, being polite. Yes. And respecting me. Right, Georgie, you can prove this, okay? Now let me just get that out there for you, That's right? I've just been a gentleman by helping you carry something heavy. What else makes a gent? Come on.
24: Pretty much that helping a woman. In every sense. In every sense. In every sense.
7: <laughs> um, somebody who's polite. Um, I don't know, puts the woman first, I suppose. Are geezers nowadays out of control?
8: (laughs) Um, Some are, yeah.
7: (laughs) What's your advice to to any man listening to this right now in his white van who thinks that he can go around treating women with disrespect?
3: Um, You're not going to get somebody permanent or anybody good.
7: Great advice, thanks very much. Thank you. Sir, look me in the eye right now. Are you a gentleman? Yes, mate. Prove it. Uh, Take me out off when I go in the hotel, doors open for ladies. Takes his hat off when he goes where? He takes his hat off. Whenever he goes into a shop, mm. restaurant, shopping centre, wherever he goes, Indoors. he takes his hat off. Yeah.
5: If there's a roof, the hat comes off.
7: Yes, true. Uh, tomorrow,
5: that- tomorrow we're going to compile a list of uh, bald pop stars who wear hats so, <laughs> uh, yes. so that uh, they think we don't know that they're bald. Mike Love uh, from the Beach Boys, anybody? Uh, Van Morrison. Van Morrison, Mickey Dolan, of the Monkees. Guys, yes. we know what's under there. Take the hat off. Here, here. We'll do that tomorrow's show. You're going to make us go viral. Yeah, I think
7: so. You know, earlier on, you were talking about uh, painters and decorators. They're near extinct. Yeah
5: we're, we're, yeah, we're like about 100,000 short across the country. You see, this upsets me. One of the great sites in
7: life, and one of the great sites I see every single day meeting people, is the Painter and Decorators Radio. Do you know why? Because it's survived. It's Yo, been around for years. Paint mate, all over it. It's just a fantastic site. I'm thinking this morning, yep. hashtag. Painter and Decorators Radio, all the painters and decorators listening to us right now across beds, hearts and bucks, send in their pictures of their painter and decorators radio.
5: Sorry, Just, I thought Uh, you, are you going to, when are you going to tell us the idea about what's going to make us go viral?
7: Mate, seriously, this will be trending worldwide this morning.
5: So what's, the, what's that? I can't even find the hash on this keyboard. in this, in this this <laughs> Seriously, I was, I was trying to do a hashtag in the studio and I had to get Kath to send me an email with a hashtag. Oh, in like yeah, they, they've changed it, haven't they? Yeah, they they've changed, changed the it keyboard. Yep. Um, so uh, what's the hashtag? Hashtag painter and
7: decorators radio, okay? It's long. Uh, or, or hashtag painter and decorators radio survived. Um, yeah, pictures of your radios because they're just a great site. Seriously, do, do you not think they're a good site to look at? No? Yeah. Is it just me? Well,
5: no, I do think they are, right? Yeah, yeah. First thing, it's a really long hashtag. Yeah. Secondly, painters and decorators are listening to heart or smooth. No, they're smooth. not, mate. No, this is where you're
7: wrong. Painter and decorators <laughs> listen to you because they're doing the walls, they're a little bit bored, and they want some some comedy, it's a bit of entertainment first thing in the morning.
5: Okay. Well, you I, you I, deliver, I, mate. You deliver. Okay, you know what I'm Well, I, well just give us that well, hashtag again. and You you okay. go on Twitter and you start it off. I'll retweet yep. it. Okay. Well, and i well, we'll, I need a radio first. Well, I need qu- to find one. Well, you can. You can. No, this the way. It, <laughs> the way it worked, Kelly. Can you explain to me how we can just start a hashtag on online? Justin. Yeah. Hi, Kels. Hello,
11: player. Hi, mate.
13: Are You right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, so a hashtag has to be mm. followed by a, an exact word yep. or phrase. So the hashtag painter
7: and decorators radio. Bit long. Okay. Well, well tone it down then. H- how do I do it?
13: So you want Lippin something fairly short and catchy, but it has people. to be the exact same so that everyone who writes that hashtag, all their, their tweets connect I'm just, I'm just in one place.
7: To take, I'm trying to take the show but, out of bed, bucks and put but, you on the worldwide map, mate. But that's,
5: then, well, she's going to Coventry long. in Warwickshire, but then you can go on Twitter and say, you don't need a picture yeah. of a radio to start it. You go on Twitter and say, all right, geez, J-Dogs here, I'm starting a worldwide trend, hashtag painters yeah. and decorat- painter and decorators, I don't know where the S goes, <laughs> radio. Yeah. Uh, and you, so then people know about it. All right, hands up. Look, look, 10 out of 10 today I'm my
7: roll neck, but obviously it hasn't worked. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back onto the streets Sorry? and celebrate National Phil Collins Day, what? all right? I'm what the done. hell just happened there?
9: <laughs> Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M25 anti-clockwise approaching Junction 20 for Kings Langley, and the queues are back to Junction 21A for St Albans at the moment after an accident happened but all the lanes are back open again. On the M1 it's slow southbound between Junction 11 for Dunstable and looking slow in patches down south through there. And on the A1M southbound it's very busy between Junction 3 for St Albans. On the A1 it's busy too between the Apex Corner and the Holiday Inn at Borehamwood. That's because of a lorry that's broken down just before the Apex Corner at Marsh Lane. And on the trains Baleo Greater Anglia have delays through broxbourne of half an hour and they're also affecting the uh stanford express but that's not affecting any of the services with delays at the moment smart the breath bbc three counties Radio. thank you
5: sammy sorry you just caught me at the end of a really delicious stretch bit tight i went to bed really early yesterday right and then i woke up in the middle of the night oh, flipping it oh oh i'm gonna have to get up in a minute i checked my, my watch it was only half past nine. Results, results. 7.46 now though, guys, and these are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Bedfordshire MP says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100. as the second rise this year. Here's the weather. Beds, hearts
9: and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio.
12: Hello, good morning. It's a mild and a dry start to the day, but it's not going to stay dry for that much longer. We've got a rain band pushing in from the west. That's going to uh, going to be with us, I think, through the late morning and into the afternoon. So we could see some heavier bursts of rain around at first, and then most of the rain will tend to be quite light and patchy lasting on into the afternoon. The southerly breeze will pick up. We're looking at top temperatures today of around 14 or 15 degrees. It really is really still fairly mild, actually, for the end of October. Now, into this evening's rush hour, we could see a bit of clearance I think, towards uh, towards western areas. We may even get a bit of late brightness here, but I think towards parts of Hertfordshire, eastern areas, basically, uh, we're going to see that rain continue on into the evening and the overnight period. It'll just be light and patchy, really rather damp. And then we've got a second band of rain catching up with the first one, so that'll be with us by the time we get to tomorrow morning. Uh, overnight lows tonight of a mild 12 or 13 degrees. And mild really is the word of the day for tomorrow as well. 16 Celsius despite all of the rain. There's going to be plenty of that through the morning, some heavy bursts at times clearing probably to some sunny spells but also some showers as we head into the afternoon as i said highs a mild 16 celsius and still feeling mild over the weekend as well 18 celsius on saturday a dry weekend with plenty of sunshine around particularly on saturday slicking dry too and mild for the trick-or-treaters for halloween on saturday night Uh, but we'll start off the day on sunday with lots of atmospheric fog around that's going to be quite stubborn to clear as well so we'll probably get some brightness developing and certainly a dry day on sunday but a very foggy start that's the
5: forecast Thank you very much.
1: Imagine having your own personal newsreader.
24: It's 10.52 and the latest headline is... It's now
3: 12.09, police in MK looking for hit-and-run bike rider. With
1: our new local live service, you don't have to imagine any more. Beds, Hearts and Box Live is available on your phone, laptop and tablet and keeps you up to date with the latest news. Sport.
0: Milton Keenstorms have announced that Keith Andrews has retired as a player to become first team coach at Stadium MK. Travel. Still got this closer in at uh, Buntingford.
1: Weather. You may get some hazy sunshine by the end of the afternoon. And everything across Beds, Hearts and Box.
12: Police in Hertfordshire say missing 83-year-old from Letchworth has been found safe and well in Ashwell.
1: To make sure you're up to date with everything locally, go to bbc.co.uk. K/3 Counties and follow the links. Bed's hearts and box live wherever you are and whenever you need it.
5: Oh, sorry. I've just seen that there's an Arthurian Love um uh live box set being released. Excuse me.
1: This is Ian Lee
5: on BBC 3 Counties Radio. Ordered now, a man from Milton Keynes has been rejected from volunteering as a special constable with Thames Valley Police because of his tattoo. Keith Rush was turned down for the role due to the appearance and prominence of his skull tattoo on the back of his neck. Thames Valley Police make clear during their recruitment process that some tattoos, whether visible or not, might be unacceptable. Uh, Keith joins me now. Morning, Keith. Morning. Why did you want to join the specials? Um, just sort of help
8: out in the community, really. It was something i have been looking at for a little while. Um, just taking a little while to fill the application in and get there. It all sorted.
5: Tell me about the tattoo. Where, the, 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 how big is it? Where exactly is it, and how obvious is it?
8: Uh, wearing a, a collared t-shirt, you can see about an inch and a half of the top of the, the of a skull. Um, it goes from sort of the bottom of my hairline. It actually carries on and goes down my shoulder to sort of just um, about four inches above my elbow.
5: And at what point in the application process did someone go, "Oh, hang on a second, what's this"?
8: Uh, not until I got the letter yesterday.
5: Oh blimey! Uh, I don't know what, what the what the process is for for, for becoming a special. So how, so what had you, you'd, you'd filled in forms? What you'd had interviews as well? Had you?
8: Um, no no interviews. Just it was all uh, all forms online and, and over the telephone. Okay. Um, but I mean, it's quite a sort of it took around about know, four or five hours of sort of online form filling. Yeah. Um, so but, but so, so still to- co-
5: comparatively early on. For them to... This hasn't dragged on for months and months.
8: Um, it's taken about a month and a half in total because I've had to go backwards and forwards of emails of right. different um, angles of tattoos and oh. wearing different tops with tattoos with and photos with the tattoos on.
5: Oh, so you've had to get, like, um, your mum or someone, or whoever, to take pictures of the, the, the tat with you wearing different shirts and things? Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. Um, does it, it... It makes it clear, doesn't it, in, in their literature, that they won't accept tattoos...
8: Um, it, it says um, a, a, what they class as offensive or um, or names of tattoos.
5: Okay, it, it specifies offensive or named tattoos, does it? Yeah. Um, do you know why, why? do you think they have this policy?
8: Uh, <laughs> it just seems to me to be very old-fashioned. Um, in sort of today's sort of society, I mean, I I class myself as relatively um, low tattoo level. Um, the amount, obviously, you see on most people
5: these days. Well, on 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 some people, not mo- most people, don't have tattoos. Still, I imagine that um, uh, that that some people might find a tattoo of a skull a little bit intimidating and threatening. Now, you sound like a nice bloke. You sound like a decent bloke, and I'm sure you're a wonderful human being. But you, you, can you understand, Keith, that that's um, the perception that some people have about tattoos, particularly skeletons?
8: Yeah, I can. Obviously, if it was a full skeleton or you could actually see what it is. But, I mean, from my, my point of view, um, when you actually look at it with a T-shirt on, you can only see sort of an inch and a half, maybe two inches of the top of it. Two inches is um, it's bit, it's quite a bit, isn't it? Just but, it I mean, 90% of the people that speak to me ask me what it is because they can't see what it is. Yeah. Um, there's very few people that say to me, oh, is that a skull on your neck? It's, what's that on your neck? Or... And things like that, that's the normal sort of response people give.
5: Um, I, I, I guess you feel that you've been unfairly treated.
8: Um, yeah, I mean, the, the main thing that annoyed me is the fact that, obviously, Milton Keynes is a very short of police. Um, and someone that's offered, offering to volunteer and help is sort of told, well, actually, no, we'd rather be short.
5: I suppose, I'm I'm trying to see it, um, cards on the table, Keith, um, even though I've got a brother who's a tattoo artist, I'm not a massive fan of tattoos, um, uh, and I, 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 I'm just saying that because I don't want people to say I'm a hip- hypocrite, because I've, I've mentioned that in the air before, I, I, I guess that the police have, um, they have an image, and, and tattoos, to some elements of society, present the wrong image. Mm. Now, whether that's, you know, whether that's right or wrong, and we should, you know, books and covers and all of that stuff, but to some people, tattoos can be, um, can be, uh, uh, imply, uh, they can be threatening.
8: Yeah. But you obviously, you still get officers that have got tattoos that you can still see, it just obviously depends on what they are. Yeah. I mean, I've I've met quite a few police, uh, I used to be a doorman, and I've met quite a few police in that role that have got arm and neck tattoos of, like, tribal pieces um, which are fine.
5: Um, what do you want to happen, Keith? I'm, I, I'm assuming you you, you you still want the gig. It's probably not going to happen, is it?
8: Uh, I don't think so. Obviously, What I want is obviously to sort of push it and raise, raise the awareness a bit more and see if obviously they could sort of look into it. I mean, the, the last policy change was in, in 2010. Yeah. I think tattoos and a lot of people's views on tattoos have come a long way since then.
5: Yeah, I'm, uh, do you know what, I'm, I'm, this is really interesting, and it's, it specifies in the letter, doesn't it? This is the reason you've not got the job, is yeah. is the tattoos. Yeah. All right, Keith, listen, keep in touch. Let us know if there are any developments. I, if you don't mind, I'm going to kind of put this out to the listeners to see what they think about it. Yes, yeah, right. Would that be all right? Yeah. All right, nice one, mate. Thank, I appreciate your time this morning. Thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Well, there you go. 03459 four double five, five double five. would it bother you? A special with uh, uh, two inches. Two inches is quite a bit of tattoo to be peeking out the back uh, of his, uh, his his jacket collar. So, a tattoo of a skull sticking up. Would that would that put you off? As you know, dear listener, I'm not a fan of tattoos. I'm, I really, um, uh, I, I really don't dig them. But um, and on our police officers, I don't really know. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five.
1: This is
13: Ian Lee
9: on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: What?
13: Uh, work experience. Frankie is going to come in. All right, Frank, do come in, know? buddy. Come I think in. It's
5: Bob, isn't it? Sit down. Take take the red microphone. There we go. Good lads. Now, what got are big? <laughs> what do you want to be when you grow up?
23: Um, I don't really know. That's why I came here. I thought yeah. I want to. Get a bit of experience in a professional, oh, commas, yeah, yeah. radio environment, yeah. and take it from there, really. And just
5: to, just for those who've just tuned in, you've worked on all the shows as work experience. Your favourite is still Jonathan Vernon Smith. Well, I'm starting to change my mind now. What are you thinking, Nick? Are you? I'm thinking.
23: <laughs> no, I'm thinking. I'm thinking
5: Ian. Good. Well done, Kelly. Thank you. At last. Welcome. You're, yeah. Exactly. Now, you want to um, to work in radio. It takes um, uh, sweat, and right here is where you start paying. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you've put together a little package for us back in the BBC Three Counties LOL campaign, Kelly. Just give us the background to LOL.
13: LOL is Love Our Libraries. Thank
5: you. So uh, you've put together a little package. I have. Okay. It's still a little rough around the edges. Hey. Like. hey, this is not what uh, this is not what we want to hear. Okay. Well, you know, Kelly had
23: a look over it. She authorised it. Talking about this package, though. This morning. Yeah. Shall I press play? Is this
5: the fifty-second one? Oh what what was there a longer edit? No no that's the one. Okay, we're going for it Kelly. Let's do it. Okay, will you introduce Shut up Danny, I'm on the radio. Yes, Shush, Danny. I'm on the radio. Oh, I'm trying to a mate. flipping it. Would you like to introduce it then 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 give me the finger and I'll press the play button.
23: Okay, so this is my Love Our Library package featuring Sammy from Travel, David from Hitchin and Dennis from Dunstable I think. I love the library. I love the
6: library books and
10: the library CDs. Sammy, books are great. Go to your library.
5: Got to get the slogan. Oh, it's
10: I Lolling like, I... our libraries.
5: Lo... No, we're not lolling lo... the. <laughs> uh, I loll. I love our libraries. I loll
10: our libraries. Flip. I love.
5: Yeah, I lo- mean. And I loll. I love our libraries. To Dennis. Yes, Ian. And, good morning. Yes. I need you to. See, you know what the script is, so just do it about lolling, please. Away you go.
14: Lolling. Uh, l- 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 I loll about the bedroom about anything else. Love our libraries. Love our libraries. Love our libraries. Children, go out and love our libraries.
5: With hey, hey.
14: Hey, 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 hey. Up.
5: Is it? We're up. You've got a standing ovation thank you guys now listen i don't know is it too late to get an entry for next month's gillards <laughs> that we've not been nominated for anything is it too late can we slip i think we can slip them a late one can't we yeah always i think we can slip them. that is great if i was alan sugar i would um i would still i would fire you and i'd hire the hot girl that seems to be the uh the, the formula here and that hot girl is danny but do you know what i i enjoyed that uh, uh keith so uh thank you very much would you like to say hello to anybody
23: uh, no, nobody listening. Nobody listening. Everyone be in bed that I know. Flipping Travel news for
9: beds, hearts and bugs.
10: BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M1 southbound approaching Junction 11 for Dunstable because it's slow approaching the roadworks, and on the M25 it's busier than usual between Junction 27 for the M11, anti-clockwise Junction 25 for Enfield, and the, also on the M25 it's busy between Junction 17 Maple Cross anti-clockwise towards Junction 15 for the M4, heading into London on the A1 southbound it's very slow all the way from Borehamwood towards the apex corner because a lorry broke down just before the apex corner earlier on this morning, and on the trains Belgrove to Anglia still have half. Our delays through Broxbourne, which are also affecting the Stanford Express. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three
5: Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Shortage of painters and decorators. Justin's hashtag really isn't taking off. In fact, it's taken a very very vulgar turn on Twitter. I mean, quite unpleasant. Probably best to keep the kids off Twitter today. Phil Collins is coming out of retirement, guys. The big man is back. 03459 455 555.
1: Local and vocal across beds, hearts, and bucks.
5: This is BBC
9: Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8 o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines, Bedfordshire MPs meet Policing Minister, serious case review after death of Luton Baby and funeral costs rise in Milton Keynes again.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A Bedfordshire MP says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. North East Beds MP Alistair Burt and the rest of the county's MPs met with Policing Minister Mike Penning last night to lobby for more money... Mr Bird says the minister did raise claims made by Police Commissioner Ollie Martins that the government would be to blame for any terror attack linked to Luton.
21: Well, he just said he'd noted them and I think he took the view that I did that they were a bit over the top. But I don't want that to be the most important thing. The most important thing is not the rhetoric. The Police Commission is quite entitled to make his own case and that's for him to comment upon. The most important thing is the figures... Uh, And the concern we have about the funding, we wanted to put that, so all the MPs put it, we were very straightforward about it, there was no overblown rhetoric used yesterday.
0: A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother were yesterday found guilty of causing death by neglect. Baby Imran was seven months old when he was found dead at a house in January 2013. Jessica Price, who's 24, and her mother Angela, who's 62, will be sentenced next month. The Luton Safeguarding Children Board say they will consider any new evidence presented in court before their review is published. Police have confirmed that the man who absconded during a day visit from a secure unit in Milton Keynes is a convicted rapist. 58-year-old Malcolm Millman was on a visit to a monastery near Hemel Hempstead on Saturday afternoon. He's under the care of Chadwick Lodge in Eaglestone in Milton Keynes. Thames Valley Police say Millman, who was convicted of rape in 1996, is a potential risk to the public. A report on the failed charity Kids' Company has found that it received at least £46 million pounds of public money despite repeated warnings about how it was run. The report by the spending watchdog, the National Audit Office, says civil servants raised concerns about the charity, which collapsed in August as early as 2002. Ashley McDougall is from the National Audit Office.
23: It's not clear why government was continuing to fund Kids' Co year after year when it had decided that there were concerns that Kidsco was not able to stand on its own feet and it still struggled to measure what difference Kidsco was making to children's lives.
0: The cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100. It's the second time this year Milton Keynes Council has put the prices up, Jessica Cooper reports.
4: The new fees come into force next week and will see a cremation rise from just over £700 to £850, with a standard adult burial increasing from £782 to £900. Milton Keynes Council says it faces unprecedented financial challenges and it's trying to ensure services are viable and get the right balance on charges. Fees tend to be the most expensive in the three counties in Hertfordshire, Prices can top £1,000.
0: In sport, Hemel Hempstead gymnast Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain win a historic silver medal in the team final at the World Championships in Glasgow. The weather, a dry start, but with rain spreading to all parts of the region later, a maximum temperature of 15 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Thank you, Simon. Morning, guys. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, you heard the guy that wanted to be a special...
5: A uh, uh, police officer, not a um, scar band. And he's got a tat, and so he wasn't allowed to do it. S- um, yeah. What a womble. The reason people get a neck tattoo is to keep them out of gainful employment. I have lots of tattoos, but I know I'm not going to get certain jobs. Ian says, a tattoo is for life. You had it done. Tough. Lee says, well, if I was being mugged, I wouldn't refuse help from an officer because he had tattoos. Oh, 0345945555 double, double, was celebrating the magic. I've been snarky about Phil Collins in the past, but... Be honest, he's flipping brilliant, isn't he? He's brilliant. Well, he's coming on the show later on. I mean, not him... He's not actually coming on the show. Across beds, lie This is BBC Three Counties Radio. He won't be on the show later on. And if, if I've in any way given the impression that he will be coming on the show by saying that, then I, I'm sorry for misleading people. So Hi, Colin. He's not coming in. No. But... No, my sons I'm are.
13: A oh, we've got extra Phil, uh, Phil security. And <laughs>
5: I wonder if anybody. Oh, here we go. I wonder if anybody has called their children like the names of their favourite pop stars. So you've got a Phil and a Colin, uh, John and a John and a Lennon, John and a Lennon, or an Elton and a John, mm. or um, George and a Michael, uh, a, a Stevie and a Wonder. Yeah. You know, I, I, it's a good one. I really giggling. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever done. Someone must have done that because you do get people that name their their, their kids after pop stars or after mm. the football players. Oh. oh. <laughs>
13: I met a girl at Glastonbury who had named. That's a great their
5: story, Kelly. Thank you so much. Oh, there's more to it.
13: Yeah, their, their kids are called Hendrix, Lennon, and Bolan.
5: Yeah, that was. You um, can imagine. That's their, Liam Gallagher. Which one was their least wife. favorite? Hmm. Wasn't isn't Liam Gallagher's kids? He's uh, called Lennon. There's one called Lennon and yeah. one's called Gene. There's a Gene and an Ace from as in from Gene Jean, Jean Simmons and Ace Fraley from Kiss. Ooh. I'm sure of it, guys. I'm absolutely sure of it. Oh, three, four, five, nine, four, double five, five, double five. Now. MPs in Bedfordshire are um, campaigning for better funding for their police. Last night a group of them met with Mike Penning, he's the police minister and also the MP for Hemel Hempstead Meanwhile a petition has been drawn up by the county's police officer and crime commissioner Ollie Martins to gather public support and the chief constable John Boucher has also got involved in the campaign, has written to all schools to get support. John Boucher is on the line now. Morning John! Morning Ian. Um, why are you writing to schools? Because uh, the kids won't be able to sign the petition. Are you hoping their parents will? We're writing to lots of um,
22: people who can help us in Bedfordshire stakeholders, schools, community groups, just to highlight the fact if we don't get the same level of funding that other forces get, we can't work with them in helping to divert young children, young people away from crime. It's part of the gap that we'll have around the preventative work that other forces can do um, that we simply won't be able to do because we won't have the police officers to do it. So. We're trying to galvanise all the support we can. We've got a, a window of opportunity to try and persuade the police minister, who's got a very difficult job, and the Home Office, that the funding formula they've come up with, although it might help a number of forces, and they've got to satisfy 43 different forces, it simply doesn't work for Bedfordshire. And I think that's been the case in years gone by, which is why we've had such poor funding for probably a decade now. And it just can't continue.
5: Uh, it must have been a, a, a shock. I know there was disappointment uh, um, when the revised funding plan was announced. Well, maybe three or four weeks ago now, and it, it was you were told you're going to be getting the same funding. It wasn't going to go up at all. What, what, what was what was the reaction with you and with your colleagues? Well, we were surprised and disappointed. Uh, we'd lobbied for a review
22: of the funding formula, and without um, boring your listeners, the funding formula is based on data that isn't helpful to identify police activity. And that's not the Home Office's fault. There is very little data that we collect across all the 43 forces in the same way that they can use to provide an equitable funding formula. But it doesn't include anything to highlight things such as drugs, cyber crime. It, it just doesn't work for a modern police force and the modern challenges we have. All the other forces, I think I can speak pretty confidently about almost every force in the country expected Bedfordshire to gain. Certainly all the forces in our region expected Bedfordshire to gain. And I'm pleased for all of those forces in our region that they did, but we didn't. And all those chief constables have written letters of support for us because everybody can see that this is wrong and unfair. And we've just got to try and help the Home Office to get a fix so that we get the funding that um, is only fair and that other forces receive the challenges that we have in Bedfordshire.
5: Uh, MPs met with um, um, Mike Penning last night um, um, lobbying the police minister. This petition, Ollie Martins, uh, stood outside Tesco yesterday. Um, it, it sounds, and I, this is going to sound like a criticism, I don't mean it to, it, it it smacks a little bit of desperation, do you know what I mean? And I, I mean that with the greatest respect. I know that you want this money and you need this money, but it sounds like... Um, uh, um, I'm trying to phrase this in a way that doesn't sound rude, and I don't think I can, John. It sounds it, you, you sound a little bit desperate. Well, I
22: think to a certain extent we are yeah. desperate not to miss this opportunity because funding formulas are reviewed very, very rarely. So if we don't get it right now, we will have a legacy, which we've just suffered, of poor funding for this force. And we have got a fantastic county... We do everything we can to save money working collaboratively. And Bedfordshire Police, we lead for the counter-terrorism effort across the region. We lead for serious and organised crime across the region. We drive savings, probably more than other forces, because we have to because of our financial
5: position. Well, the, the latest report said that you guys weren't doing particularly well in, in terms of um, of, of, of the shaving off excessive costs.
22: Well, I was going to raise the point of the HMIC. I've read countless reports, I mean, coming to this force that the HMIC have written about Bedfordshire and if you look behind every one it all comes to resourcing and I was disappointed with the latest report but one of the things, if you read the detail it does say, is that we don't have the funding that other forces have and we have more challenges that's, that's the issue here, we have more complexity. We, we have got funding for a very small force and yet we've got the sort of crime complexity that you would see in London or Birmingham or Manchester. And a lot of that comes from the brilliant, vibrant super town of Luton. It is a great place with great communities, but it does come with an enormous level of police demand. And we don't have the levels of policing to put into Luton that other forces with the same sort of townships and cities have. And what we do put in there drags our police officers away from our rural areas who equally have got some challenges and deserve uh, a good policing service that we're not able to give. So I, I was a bit disappointed with the HMIC report, but they continually criticised Bedfordshire. But if you read the detail in, it's all yeah. about funding and resources. And they said in their last report, they're seriously concerned about the sustainability of the force with all the cuts that we're currently facing. And.
5: Well, it, there's more. Do. There's more to come. You know, you've had cuts now, and you, you, you might get a few quid out of this. I don't know, but there are more cuts to come. Can Bedfordshire Police Force cope?
22: Well, we will. Bedfordshire Police will always be here, and when people need us, and it's emergency, we will get there. We've just reviewed and introduced a new operating model to make sure we're even more efficient and effective, and we get into people who need our help quickly, more quickly than we ever have before. But what we will have to do is look at what levels of policing we can provide. And I've just mentioned um, the preventative work that other forces are able to do to stop demand in the future, to help young people understand the implications of crime and divert them away from it. We won't be able to do that. So effectively, our problems will get worse, not better. And this new funding formula almost creates an even bigger gap between the haves and the have-nots with regards to policing. So it, it, it will get really hard, but we're up for the challenge. But we can do so much, and this is about fairness. It's not a political issue. I know the Home Office has got a difficult job, but they all agree and certainly agree privately that the funding formula just doesn't work for Bedfordshire. Well, we can't just then move on. We've got to come up with something, and I'm so grateful for the MP supporting us on this because everybody understands that we're right to get more money. We need more money. But we need to have something in place that allows the force to do the policing that the residents of Bedfordshire and it's not just Bedfordshire in you know this affects our neighbouring forces because of our complex complex crime problems with gang crime and gun crime and of course national security it has a huge implication in my view for London potentially so everybody seems to get it we've just got to come up with something that means we get the funding that we deserve.
5: John, good to talk to you. I wish you the best of luck. I'm sure we'll speak on this again. Thank you very much indeed. Chief Constable of Bedfordshire Police, John Boucher, 03459 455555. This is Ian Lee. On BBC
9: Three Counties Radio.
5: This can't... I don't know if this is true, but Stuart on Twitter, I'm going to take this at face value. He says, My uncle named his sons... Paul and Simon, but never noticed the link. <laughs> <laughs> that can't be true, can yeah, it? it can. How?
13: You just call someone Paul and another one Simon. They're
5: kind of dull names.
13: Yeah.
5: Tomorrow, tomorrow show. Uh, it's uh, dull names. Keith. Keith. Ian is up there. There's, there's no hard letters in Ian. It's all. There's too many vowels.
13: There's a lot of vowels. There's three actually. vowels
5: in my version of it, and N is a soft letter. Mm. There's no K, there's no T. There's so no E, T. there's no L, there's
13: so no Y. There's no T, but
5: there's certainly coffee. Let's see if uh, work experience Steve has done a good... I hope it's rubbish. Thank you, buddy. Excellent coffee. Is it better than Danny's? Yeah, it's much better. It's not hard, is it? No. We're sent, we've enrolled Danny on the uh, licence fee payer funded, thank you, guys, um, coffee... Uh, um, beginner's coffee module. Uh, it, it basically, he gets, he travels up to, you get to travel up to Manchester, you go to BBC Manchester, you get to stay overnight, put you in a nice hotel, and um, you spend two days learning how to make coffee. So, two days? Yeah, 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 yeah. You get there's paid not, for it. There's not that much to learn, is there? No. Buddy, buddy, bing bong. Plenty to learn. If you want to make decent coffee, you've got to follow the rules of the kitchen.
10: On the M25, it's very slow anti clockwise between junction 26 Waltham Abbey and 25 for Enfield. It's also slow on the A1M southbound, looking at speed sensors around junction 3 for St Albans. And on the M1, it's busy southbound between junction 11 for Dunstable and Dunstable Road. Also nearby, the High Street North is very busy at the junction for Church Street and the A505, and the A41 in Blackthorn is very slow in both directions through the roadworks at lower end. On the trains, Abellia Great Anglia have half 20 minute delays through Broxbourne, and that's also a fair it's in the Sunset Express, Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Sammy, thank you so much indeed. Professionalism personified, guys. 8 15. Thursday the 29th of October, I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A Bedfordshire MP says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. A serious case review is underway into the death of a baby in Luton whose mother and grandmother have been found guilty of causing death by neglect. And the cost of burials and cremations in Milton Keynes are to increase by more than £100, the second rise in a year.
1: Nick Coffer on BBC Three Counties Radio.
24: History coming
23: up very shortly with the
21: brilliant Dan Hill. He's a local historian. Sawbridgeworth, um, amongst other things, has got quite a rich history. As it's further east, there is a, a lot more influence with regards to things like air raids.
5: Weekdays from 12. Great music as well coming up here on BBC Three Counties Radio. Freddie Mercury, the great pretender. Go west as well on its way. First, though, his T-Rex. Nick You know, it's
24: fantastic to be able to get, you know, people like Nathan Bell and Gary Matthew and, you know, experience but still early on in their careers,
15: giving them the opportunity to come and make music in a lovely environment, Luton Library Theatre. Could
24: you describe modern Britain in 50 records? Stuart McConey is doing just that in his book.
0: I don't think you're ever going to get another Beatles who dominate the pop cultures.
24: Nick Coffer, weekdays
1: from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Just, um, just bear with me one second, kids. I'm just typing into iTunes We'll store. just talk amongst ourselves. Yeah.
13: What's what's the old man doing?
5: Trying, trying to, to use Google. Trying to work karaoke. the internet. Bless him. Look. You can oh, that's call me cute. Al. Karaoke. Seventy nine yeah. pence. The best seventy nine pence I've ever spent. Again. We're gonna go to music. No, I tell you why. You've bought this before. No, no, no. Not that you can call me Al. Karaoke. Oh. I don't think. Have I? 79 you can never have too many versions of. <laughs> on the Bon Tempe. Man walk down the street says Why am I soft in the middle now? Got a short of stand of attention now Feed us so hard all around the people The man walked down the street says Why am I soft in the middle? Got a short little attention span When the rest of my life is so hard Bone digger, bone digger Duck down the alleyway he said Why am I cartoon graveyard in a cartoon graveyard? If you be my bodyguard I don't think it's even started yet. No, is yet? that someone's that was, in. <laughs> that was the introduction. i tell you why, because we're asking if you know of anybody who's named their kids after pop stars. Well, it turns out that Paul Simon is the pop star used for naming children. Stuart says, My uncle named his sons Paul and Simon, Digger, Digger, down the alleyway. <laughs> born Digger, born oh, Digger, Digger, there we go, got it out that time. My uncle named his sons Paul and Simon, but never noticed the link. And then uh, DBS underscore 78, catchy name. Mm. An old friend from school was named after him, Paul Simon Green. And that is the absolute truth. And that's Paul Simon's full name. I think I'm named after Michael Jackson. Your name's Danny? No, my middle name, Michael. Oh, for crying out loud. What's Danny playing with
13: these? Ian is miming playing the flute.
5: I was playing a tiny little sideways piccolo. 03459 455 555. If you know anybody named after Paul Simon, excluding of course Paul Simon, we can't include him in the uh, the category. Is that what you're going to say, Kelly? No,
13: I thought you were just going to stop it there. Do you know anybody?
5: If you know anybody, 03459 455 555 is the telephone number. Um, clicks on screen, gets to incorrect story that we did ages ago, clicks on correct part of the show. For the second time um, this year, Milton Keynes is putting up the price of burials and cremations. From Monday, uh, a cremation will increase by £150 and a standard adult burial will cost £900 instead of £782. The council says it faces unprecedented financial challenges. Well, we've spoken to all of our local councils and burials seem to be cheaper in Bedfordshire and Buckinghamshire with fees most expensive in parts of Hertfordshire. Mark Mason is an author who recently wrote about funeral directors ripping people off after he discovered cremating a relative would cost over £4,000. Is this... Mark, is this you, Mark Mason? I'm afraid it is Ian Lee. Is that you, you Ian Lee? How did you sneak through the system and get (laughs) onto? How did you wangle your way onto this?
15: I was named after the pop star Versatility. That's it's my middle name. I'm here. (laughs) Do you know what (laughs) your um your guy yesterday Googled it and I did. The reason I was writing about it earlier this year, I wrote about it for the Spectator because uh, my partner's father died earlier this year and um, we're organising the funeral and. We knew that he was, he'd always prided himself on going for the cheapest option. And Mm it was something we made a bit of a joke about. But we knew that he would absolutely not want a single penny of his money wasting that didn't have to be wasted. Yeah. So, Joe, my partner, had organised it and had been in touch with the funeral directors. And uh, and I said, you've got the absolute basic option. She went, yeah, it's going to be four grand.
5: For a cremation, a bog-standard cremation.
15: And I said, that's obviously not just the fee itself, that's the whole funeral, but that included a cremation, yeah. And I said, how do they justify that? And then you start looking at all the little things that go into it. And I think, and I'm sure that this applies to the cremation fees as well as all the other things that go into a funeral, you know, the flowers and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But... You know, we're now at the generation where people like my partner's father, anyone who dies now over the age of 60 uh, has, has got a house that's worth a stupid amount of money just because of what's happened to the property market. Yeah. And so they, these people know that that, that sort of money is now slushing around, that that's the estate. There's hundreds of thousands of pounds to play with. Right. And they, they, I think they play on people's fear of saying... Uh, oh, no, let's go for the cheapest option. No, we don't want that expensive coffin. Let's have the cheapest coffin. Because then you're seen as being stingy. You're seen as not respecting the dead person. It's
5: funny that, isn't it?
15: Yeah, there is. They, they just play on people's embarrassment—that very British thing.
5: It's it, yeah, it is funny. I, 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 you know, yes, when I die, you, don't you know, go, go and have a bit of a, a bash afterwards. Spend a few quid on having a little bit of a party if that's what you want to do. But the, I, I'm not bothered what I am, you know, what I'm carried to the the, the crematorium. I, I don't really care what happens to me. I I suppose funerals aren't for the person that's died, are they? They're for the they're for those loved ones that, that want to go and celebrate the life.
15: They're, they're absolutely right. They're, I've said, and Joe and I now have got this agreement between us that you know we just will go for the cheapest stuff. the car you know, get a few corn, cornflakes boxes together and make a coffin oh, out mate. of cardboard. You know, do that sort of thing. And some of the, some of the costs were just unbelievable. The what, what, what,
5: what, the, what, are the, what are the things, then? Where, where, where are the big costs involved well, the
15: big in this? So just, for instance, Joe looked at the flowers, and they've got pictures of the... And they do that thing of in the booklet. It's always starts off with the basic one, and then the the, the guy saw the woman sitting over the other fake mahogany desk. The other side of the desk says to you, now, do you want to go just for the basic flowers? Oh. Or? A, a very loaded question. And so Joe absolutely had the confidence to go, no, the basic ones. And so you look at the picture, and when when you actually see them at the funeral itself uh, i think the flowers were 150 quid and joe joe looked at them she turned to me and she said any the most expensive florist i could find would charge you 40 quid for those yeah uh, and that and you wouldn't mind it if they got this stuff right but part of the deal included you get a copy in a ring binder of the the funeral um, little booklet they hand out, which was basically four photocopied sheets of A4 about David's life. And it said that David had died aged 82 years. Oh, God. They, they missed the Y off. And so you're paying for that sort of service. It's Looking back on it, it's hilarious in a way. But it did make me um, contact uh, this is fantastic organisation who I not know their name, I'm just trying to get their name if anyone's interested. Who the Natural Death Centre, that's that, if people want to Google that. Wonderful woman there who you know, it's okay, it's if you someone died with a house worth hundreds of thousands of pounds. This four grand for the funeral, you just you never see it, it's just taken off. But there are some people who are really landed in a hell of a lot of difficulty by yeah. funeral costs. Uh, and so she's come up with the cheapest way of doing it and you can conduct it yourself there is uh, there's something called uh, I forget the, the I forget the exact name for it, but most crematoria will you have to ask them about this. They never confess this to you, but if you go and ask them, they have to do you a really really basic one, where I don't think you can choose your own time. They just give you a slot. Yeah. Being used.
5: Well, it's like the secret menu at Starbucks or McDonald's.
15: It. It's absolutely that sort of thing. Yeah. They never admit that they do it, but you know, it's, she was telling me stories about. There was a couple of Romanian workers who were over here. They'd come over here and they were, like a lot of the um, people at seasonal work, and they have been doing crop picking to earn some money. And this woman's husband, this Romanian couple, the, woman, the, the husband had dropped dead in the field. She's had a heart attack while he was working. So she's stranded over here earning very, very little money, and she's left with this massive cost for his funeral. And it really lands people in
19: trouble.
5: Um, it, it's, is it is it because we don't talk about death and we don't talk about funerals until we're going to one? And I genuinely think, and I said this before, we should have lessons about death in school because, um, you know, it's, hey, it's, it's the one thing that's definitely going to happen to everybody that we know. And and until, you know, like your dad dies or your nan dies or you have to go and arrange a funeral, we I haven't got a clue what to do.
15: You're absolutely... Pushing at such an open door with me here on this, and another piece I did a couple of years ago, looking back on it, it sort of ties in with this one, was about uh, these things called death cafes. Have you heard of those?
5: Um, I've heard. I've heard the phrase. I don't know exactly what it is. Go on.
15: Well, it was started by a guy coincidentally in Switzerland, so everybody thinks it's something to do with. Oh, it. Right, okay. It's not, yeah. But it's not. It's just coincidentally there, and it's aimed exactly as you say. That it's the one thing that whatever human being anywhere in the world is born, you know that the only thing common to everyone's experience is we're going to die, and it's the one thing we never talk about. And I think it's something to do subconsciously, this might be a bit deep for half
5: eight Hey, point. go on, mate, we can get it. I'll, I'll get this I back out very quickly, don't worry.
15: <laughs> subconsciously, we're trying to avoid, we're try- if we don't talk about it, part of us hopes that we can actually become immortal, we can mm. avoid death. If we avoid the issue of talking about it, and I think that's a huge thing with the funerals as well. Part of you is thinking, if I go for the most ornate coffin, if I go for the biggest number of pallbearers, if I go for the 300 quid bouquet of flowers, actually he might come back to life. You know, there's just that little feeling that you're trying to avoid the fact that this person has died, that you loved. And especially when it comes to do with physically what happens to the body, you know what the body's transported in, what you know when it's burned and that sort of stuff. You're trying to avoid the fact that your partner's body or your uh, parents' body or whatever yeah. is now going to decompose. It's either going to rot in the ground or it's going to be burned, and they're both. When you phrase it like that, they're both quite unpleasant thoughts. But they are inevitable, and you've got to get used to the idea.
5: And on on that bombshell, Mark. Nice to talk to you. Well <laughs> done for sneaking By
15: out. I, away, I- can I make it flippant again just to come back up? Yeah, I go on go, on, go on, go so on. The, the bloke that was named after Paul, so, or that had two kids named Paul and Simon. Yeah. A couple of years ago, we were on holiday. My son was doing this. There was a at the holiday place. They had this little tennis lesson with all these little four- and five-year-old boys. And the tennis uh, coach said to two of them, just call that, they weren't even related. He just called out George Harrison. <laughs> oh. so, We all just dissolved into a stretch. And then it made me realise just how little some people go through life knowing. Because there was one parent, one mother, who was a few seconds behind everyone else laughing. And then she went... Oh, yeah, I get it. Star Wars, George oh. Lucas and Harrison Ford. Oh, no. And I thought, I looked at her, she must have been 30 at least. I said, how have you got to the age... I didn't say that. I thought to myself. How have you yes. got to the age of 30 without having heard of the third most famous beetle?
5: She was, um, there was a beetle-shaped hole in her soul. Someone yeah, who's... But yeah. he
15: knows that the producer of and um, director of Star Wars
5: was George Lucas. There, there you go. Isn't that, that, that And that's just completely screwed up. By the way, do you remember, in the course of two hours, fifty six emails. There we go. Uh, Mark, nice to talk to you. Likewise, Ian. all the best. Mate. <laughs> See you later on. Thank you very much indeed. That's uh, Mark Mason, who was on the other day plugging a book. Um, and oh, uh, I can't remember the name. Mark, have you gone? I'm, in, I'm here. Get give a the plug-in plug for the book. Get the plug-in for the book, because i am starting. Mail Obsession,
15: M-A-I-L, and let's tie it back to the funerals. The book, Mail of Session, M-A-I-L, one fact per postcode area of the UK. Go on. The fact for SE, South East London, is about Churchill's funeral and the arrangement for his funeral. When he died, oh, well, as he was coming up to his death, he said, if de Gaulle outlives me and he has to be at my funeral, the train le- carrying my coffin out of London has to leave London from Waterloo. Just Fan- to annoy
5: the go. Fantastic. Hey, you I got know. a good you got a good piece in the um, the mail as well the other day. They seem to like it, and they did a lovely little um, yeah. cartoon
15: of the ferret helping out at Charles <laughs> and Diana's wedding, yeah.
5: <laughs> Mark, it's a cracking read. I'm halfway through it, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. We'll speak soon. Oh cheers, mate. Thank you, mate. Bye bye. There we go. Oh three, four, five nine, four double five, five double five let's get the travel.
1: This is Ian Lee.
5: On BBC Three Counties Radio.
10: It's very slow on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 11 for Chertsey. Also, it's busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 26 for Waltham Abbey and 25 for Enfield. And it's slow on the M1 southbound from Junction 11 for Dunstable. On the A1 it's busy to approaching the Blackout Roundabout from the St Neots Junction. And on the trains Bello, Greater Anglia and the Stansted Express still have a half-hour delay through Broxbourne. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio.
9: Across beds, hearts and bugs.
1: This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley, a Bedfordshire MP, says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about increased police funding. North East Bed's MP Alistair Burt and the rest of the county's MPs met with Policing Minister Mike Penning last night to lobby for more money. Police have confirmed that a man who absconded during a day visit from a secure unit in Milton Keynes is a convicted rapist and a report on the failed charity Kids Company has found that it received at least £46 million pounds of public money despite repeated warnings about how it was run three counties sports
1: bbc three counties radio
0: Hemel Hempstead's Max Whitlock has helped Great Britain's men win a historic silver medal in the team final at the World Gymnastics Championships in Glasgow. There
23: was pressure all around, but I think that's the same for everyone, no matter how many pieces you're doing. I knew that was my job and I knew that was what I had to do and everyone had their own individual jobs and uh, you know, the amount of support we had from the crowd, from the boys and everything really grasped through it.
0: Manchester United are out of the League Cup after losing on penalties to Championship side Middlesbrough after a goalless draw at Old Trafford with Wayne Rooney among those to miss in the shootout. Manchester City beat Crystal Palace 5-1. Liverpool secured their first win under new manager Jurgen Klopp with a 1-0 victory over Bournemouth. Southampton beat managerless Aston Villa 2-1. Milton Keynes-Dons say any decision on banning supporters involved in Saturday's fighting at QPR will be made after any court cases have taken place. Six People were arrested for a fray in the away section at Loftus Road. those people have been bailed. Wickham and Chesham's FA Cup first round matches have been moved to Sunday, November the 8th with two o'clock kickoffs. Wickham are at Halifax, Chesham are away to Bristol Rovers. Both matches feature as part of extended BBC television coverage that afternoon. BBC Sport understands that England centre Sam Burgess is on the verge of quitting Rugby Union. He's been given time off by Bath to consider a return to Australian Rugby League less than a year after switching codes. The BBC's Alistair Eakin says it won't reflect well on England coach Stuart Lancaster.
24: It has to call into question again the extreme haste with which he was fast-tracked into the England World Cup squad. Why did the England coaches think
15: that he was up to it and not just up to it, able to make a, a serious impact on the world stage. I mean, their judgement and credibility is already firmly under the microscope, but it will be scrutinised, I think, in a new light if Sam Burgess decides to walk away.
0: BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at nine. Thank you very much indeed. Uh,
5: 03459 four double five five double five is the telephone number. We have listeners all around the world. The, 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 we're living in the future, and it's an amazing place, right? We've got listeners all around the world. And um, Adrian, I'm never sure where you are. Are you in... Are you in Canada or are you in America? Anyway, or are you on an island? He says a lot of Canadians spend winter in the States in RVs. That's like um, caravans, isn't it? Uh, Oh, look, there's um, there's some people that I know. They've just gone the wrong way. Um, the costs down there are crazy. So if there's a death, their partner cranks up the air conditioning and tries to get back and across the border with the deceased unnoticed by the customs and the immigration. So they're carrying dead people around in their cars. Who isn't? <laughs> Crying out loud. 034594 5555 is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, um, you can text 81333. Start your text 3CR. Oh, oh no, we'll do that in a second, shall we? We'll do that in a second um, when they come in. I've got my kids coming in. This could get messy, guys. This could get messy. Hey, look at those guys. Come in, come in, come in, come in. Come in, guys. Come in. Hey, man, how you doing? How you doing? It's nice to see you. Hello, Hello, Sticks. Um We're on the radio now oh yeah oh so do you want to i tell you what why don't you sit on that one there and there'll be some headphones there you can put some headphones there do you want to say hello to everybody it's my hat thanks very much for your hat there we go there's the hat oh, you sit you sit there and kelly's gonna help you she's gonna put please. some headphones on are you taking your top off as well
16: <laughs>
5: no, well your jacket what are why, you taking, are why are you taking why are you taking? like you've dressed up as a bee today i am bee. you look like a buzzy bee go and sit there go and sit there put fair headphones. On. do you want to say hello youngest mm. no you don't want to say oh okay fine i tell you what i thought we could do guys Ow. sorry is it really loud yeah do you want to turn it down a little bit how um there should be a little there we go okay i see should we play a little song
11: yeah
5: what um hey, how about this one hang on here we go here we go I Uh, say that again.
11: Where's Mummy?
5: She's out there. Do you want to go and sit with her or sit with me?
11: Sit
5: with you. Okay, you want to sit with me. Oh three four five all go- All right, all right. The music, the music carried on. You had a good morning, guys. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you're broadcasting across beds, hearts, and bugs. Okay, the what three. Do you mean? So we're on the radio now. I know. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say to the people out there listening to us today? No. Nothing at all. Do you want to do a news report like you did? A, <laughs> you you can do a news no. report if you want nothing if there's anything you want to say no if you do want to say anything you can i'm going to talk to someone who's called in i'm going to talk to hello katia hello i have a serious call for you you've got oh don't you don't bump your head on the microphone it makes a loud noise (laughs) you've got you've got a what Uh, a call
16: which is quite serious
5: Um, oh well well hang on a second we've got young i've got young ears i've got young ears listening
16: Right, don't... Well, it's, uh What would you mean?
5: Well, well, I've got... I've. My two children are in the studio with me with their headphones on. Uh, hello there. Hello there. Do you want to say hello to Katia? No? Do you want to say hello to Katia? <laughs> no. No, OK, fine. No, I don't want to say hello to you. OK. OK. So, how how, well, how serious... Well... It's
16: about, um, oh my God, <laughs> it's about a bit a bit about yesterday, about how you, you always make fun of me. And you yes. shouldn't really, because of no. that gentleman who just called yeah. and, and mentioned uh, the, I, I don't know if I can talk about that right now.
5: Well, then probably probably best not to. Well,
16: that's
5: it. Well, let's keep it light and <laughs> frothy. Because we know that it, Kelly Betts, Kelly Betts is that, you remember Kelly, with has got what? the green top on, right? That's you know. Kelly. She is, um, it's her last day tomorrow. She's leaving tomorrow. What? Because she's not very good at her job and she's got the sack. well. Oh, no, she's not. She's going to go and work. Um, she's going to go and work another part of the BBC. Why? Because oh, yeah. she's really. Oh, will you oh, you
16: see her. Sorry. Will you see nope. her.
5: No. Probably won't ever see her again. Oh my God. And I've worked with her for three and a half years. Isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? We'll text each other, but we won't. We won't see each other. Being completely honest, we won't see each other. But she's really good at her job, so she's going to got a better job somewhere else, which is really cool. <laughs> uh, so, Katia, we played your package earlier on. Oh,
11: thank. You. You it
5: was a little bit creepy <laughs> was it? it was it was a little bit creepy yes is there, is there is anything <laughs> is there anything you would like to say to yes. Kelly Betts now as this is let's be honest probably the last time you're you're gonna make it on because you know oh. uh, from tomorrow when Danny's in charge yes. the call standard is going to rise ever so slightly.
16: All right then uh, Kelly I hoped you liked my package. That's all past
5: tense, isn't it, so... Well, yeah, you can speak normal tense now, if you want. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. well, hang on, hang... the noise come from
16: here?
5: Those are the headphones. Uh... So the noise is what you're hearing is what's going out on the radio. What? Well, what you're hearing... <laughs> what about
16: music?
5: That's the kinks come dancing. The, kink, the kinks? You don't know who the kinks are? No. i failed miserably. Who's your favourite pop group? What well, who's your favourite Who's your favourite singers?
16: Hey, hey, with
5: the ladies and gentlemen thank you very much indeed <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
16: um
5: so Katia, what, what whatever you were saying yeah brilliant thank you you're very welcome
16: bye-bye to the bye. this gentleman there
5: bye-bye do, do you want to say bye to, to Katia? oh bye bye thank, thank you very much bye katya oh three four five nine four double five <laughs> five double five uh sorry what's so funny oh, if you, you wanna be heard you've got to go and sit there next to that microphone so that we can hear what you're gonna say. Right. Uh oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Ah, I'll tell you what we can do. There's a newspaper story here, right? And this is an incredible story, guys. You're gonna find this absolutely incredible. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I've not done it yet. I've not done the the, the bit. Here we go. What's that record for you? Sorry? What's that record for you? It's a record player. Why? To play records. Why? Uh, on the radio. Oh. Trying to fault. Fol- <laughs> That, one that was on my computer I'm trying to fold this page so that it's 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 um, so you don't get to see everything that's on the page now a tenth of teenagers so um, one in ten people who are aged between 13 and 19 do not own a pen they don't own a pen can you believe that how many pens have you got three. you've got three pens how many pens have you got?
16: Well, in my we it's probably
5: about maybe 80 in my house probably. About 80? Yeah. So we've got about 80 pens, and you've got three pens. Two. <laughs> so and some people don't have any pens. What are they going to write with? A feather. A feather? A, feather? <laughs> <laughs> like a feather and ink. Old-fashioned styling. They could do it that way. One teenager in 10 does not own a pen, research revealed yesterday. I well, it means that someone, someone's kind of looked into it and went, oh, hang on, these young people haven't got um, pens. A third of those... It, oh, my goodness. So some people, between the age of 13 and 19, have never written a letter. You've, <laughs> you guys have written letters, haven't you? Yeah. You're writing letters all the time, aren't you?
16: Yeah. Uh, and I have been learned to write.
5: You, you, but you're learning to write now, well, aren't well, you? Well,
16: he's not really.
5: Well, well he's, but he's, <laughs> he's learning. He's only little, isn't he? So he's learning.
16: I could write
11: something on
5: that. Could you write something on there? Why don't you write some... Well, don't... i tell you what, why don't you write it on that... Um, uh, i tell you what, write it on... This piece of
11: paper. <laughs> why was
5: that for? Why was that so funny? What did I do that was funny then? Ah, oh, dearie, dearie man. Uh, there's another story. Now, we mentioned... Have you heard of a place called Blackpool? No. No, OK. Well, da- Danny, uh, that's... You
16: mean uh, a Blackpool is a uh, plagued by a Blackpool?
5: You say that again. <laughs> say that again. Blackpool is a place. There's a place called Blackpool. It's kind of... It's a long way away. It's very cold. And Danny, and that's Danny there. He's that gentleman there.
11: Mama. I'm, I'm Danny. She's out there. Right.
5: Yeah. Um, there. Uh, but Danny is going to Blackpool... To, uh, uh, well, now, well, you're going tomorrow, are you, Danny? Yeah. What are you going to Blackpool for? Um, fun. I
23: can't
5: even yeah. a Sorry? Because yeah, you need to have your headphones on, dude. I've told you that.
16: What? Why is mommy not coming in here?
5: Because she's banned from coming in here. What does that mean? It means she's not allowed to come in here at all. <laughs> no, she's not allowed to come in She's not allowed to come she in here not. at all. She's not. No, she's not. She is. She's not. So yes, she is. Guys, she's not. guys, this is the BBC. We're supposed to be impartial. Uh, so you're going to Blackpool. I can't find my Blackpool. OK, rock
16: and
5: roll. OK, rock and roll indeed. Rock and roll. <laughs> rock and
16: roll.
5: <laughs> For goodness sakes. You're going to Blackpool. Now, why are you going to Blackpool, Danny?
11: Um, because
5: hello because my girlfriend wants to go to blackpool okay sally has got a
13: girlfriend no. Wowzers
5: strange i um,
13: thought
5: okay well there's there's uh, blackpool is the worst place it has the highest number of people getting um how do i phrase this carefully <laughs>
11: <laughs> there's, a, a troll. there's a troll yes what? i know there's
5: what? a troll in blackpool
11: there's a troll.
5: yeah it has the highest number of people who get um quite sick through boozing too much Oh right. Yeah, and I just wondered if um, if that was kind of what you were aiming to do. No, if That no, was what was just, gonna just for pleasure at the fireworks. pleasure beach. Sorry. Fireworks. oh we gonna have some fireworks tonight? Is that okay? Yeah, you fancy Yay!
11: that. Okay. okay. <coughs> oh yeah. So
5: I, I just want to make sure, Danny, <laughs> <Yep>. that that <laughs> six years from now, yes. you're not bringing your guys in, you know, because there's there's you, you're gonna have a sensible. I went to Blackpool. You're gonna have a sensible evening in Blackpool. Yes. What do you know? What you're gonna be doing there? Um, uh, to be honest, I'm looking forward to sleeping. Yeah, it's. I mean, it really is. I'll be honest, um, young man. It really is a thoroughly unpleasant place, Blackpool. It's quite old-fashioned. It's cold. It's wet, and it's damp.
13: You speak to your youngest the same way you speak to me. <laughs> no, <laughs> I. Uh,
5: I speak to them with a little bit more respect and treat them <laughs> with a bit more. Hello,
16: mummy. Rock and roll, mama.
5: Okay. Should now listen. What we're gonna do? Listen. What we're gonna do? We need to calm down, guys, because there are actually people who've paid money to listen to this. If you go and sit there,
16: oh, my
5: God. now go and sit there. You did this last time. You came in and you did it brilliantly. So we're going to do it again. What are we I want you to I've never t- been here. With the other place that we worked at. The other place. Remember, we had Lego. i
11: never done. I, you did, Yeah, yeah. Sit down. Sit Lego. down. Sit Lego. down.
5: A Lego. This last studio was built out of Lego. Sit down. You're going to do something very special. Built of Lego. Okay. On. You're going to do something very special. Okay. You're going to say, uh, and now it's time for the travel with Sammy. Can you say that?
16: And now it's time for the travel with Sammy. <laughs>
10: On the M25, it's busy clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 15 for the M4. On the A1M southbound, it's very slow around Junction 3 for St Albans. And in Hatfield on Mount Pleasant Lane, it's very slow between the A1000 and the A1M Junction 4 for Garden City. In Dunstable, on the A5 High Street North, is very busy around Church Street. And in Blackthorn on the A41, it's slow in both directions at lower end, and that's because of the roadworks. On the train departure boards, there's still half an hour, uh, 20 minute delay, sorry, on um, Abelio Greater Anglia services through Brock. That's also affecting the Stansted Express. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. You
16: Thank go? you, Sam.
5: There we go. And now you're going to say... What, do, what, do, what are you going to say? Now it's the weather with Elizabeth.
16: Now it's the weather with Elizabeth. There
9: we
1: go. Beds, hearts and bucks weather.
5: BBC Three Counties Radio. I think we need to say it again. Say it again because I don't think she was there. Say it again, go on. So now it's the weather with Elizabeth.
16: Not to ever work a little
12: Oh, hello, hello, good morning, good morning. It's a very mild start to the day. We've got plenty of cloud around. There is a band of rain that's just going to push in from the west. It's already across parts of Buckinghamshire. It won't be too long before it gets into Hertfordshire as well, but probably um, sticking around for much of the rest of the day after that. Some clearance again towards western areas as we head into the late afternoon, so a bit of brightness developing here. But basically, wherever you are, it will turn quite wet. Some heavier bursts of rain possible at first, but most of that rain turning out to be quite light and patchy, particularly as we head through the afternoon. We'll see cloud building and it's going to stay fairly mild as well. We're looking at top temperatures today of up to 14 or 15 Celsius with a southerly breeze. Now, it'll stay mild too overnight tonight. Really quite damp as well through the evening rush hour for much of the night ahead. A lot of thick cloud as well. Lows of 12 or 13 degrees to start the day off tomorrow. And there'll be further outbreaks of rain. This time, the system's going to turn out to be quite heavy. So I think um, heavy rain on and off through tomorrow morning do factor in that if you've got half-term plans for tomorrow Uh, but it will be a drier afternoon or brighten up there'll be some sunny spells but watch out for a few showers that could develop here and there as well tomorrow afternoon very mild despite the rain through the morning 16 celsius will be the high and it's still looking mild over the weekend we'll be looking at 18 degrees actually by saturday there'll be lots of sunshine around staying dry over the weekend dry and mild too for halloween night for all those trick or treaters and uh, really quite foggy on sunday morning taking some time for that fog to clear that's the forecast
1: Every weekday from three. It's not just about what we bring you.
12: Starting off on
1: the M25, it's particularly heavy moving anti clockwise.
24: It's also about what you bring us. In the end, I could only eat off my ironing board.
2: Your stories.
24: Every room in the
15: house was just. I was climbing over mountains of rubbish.
2: Your humour.
15: There's a reason why you earn the big bucks, you see. That sort of insightful comment is exactly right.
5: Your opinions.
15: Well, the culture's got to change because the police can't do it and the the traffic wardens are so busy, so the culture has to change. I think parents do change into uh, different human beings when they are picking their kids up.
2: Roberto Peroni. And everyone across Beds, Hearts and Bucks.
1: Weekdays from 3 on BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Hey guys. Oh. the guys! We did not get the singing guys! That's what we were looking forward to!
16: Oh, 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 oh. Happiness is the truth!
5: There we go. Let's say hello to my friend Justin. Morning Just! Oh, no, Justin's coming in a second. Justin's coming in a second. We need to sort out. The way this is going to work, guys, Justin is outside. He's got a microphone. He's going to talk to us in a second. He'll be out in the park somewhere. He likes to go and hang out in the park, and he's got a radio. He's. Have you guys heard of a singer called Phil Collins? No, no. Okay, well, Phil Collins is one of the greatest rock and roll singers of all times, right? Uh, Say, hey, hey, who's the
16: most bestest
5: rock and roll man? Um, Well, who's the most bestest rock and roll man ever? That's a great question. I mean, some people would say Elvis Presley. I wouldn't necessarily go along with that. Did you
16: Phil- sing hey hey with the monkeys, would you
5: think? That was the monkey sang that.
16: No. What? Did they say hey No, they did they sang If You're Unhappy? No,
5: that was Pharrell Williams. Would you say he was the best singer? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, I would say that as well. So, Phil Collins is a really good singer and he's been retired for a long, long time. So he's not worked for a long, long time, okay? He is, uh, excitingly, for the world of music, he's come out of retirement and he said that he's going to do another album, which I'm not really that bothered about, but he's also... Gonna do some live concerts, some live concerts. Justin, no. put, put your headphones on, guys, because you can hear you can hear Nutcup. Go on, put your headphones on. <laughs> <Not cut. laughs> cut. It's... Morning, Just. Good morning, boss. Now, how's it going, fella? You're right. Yeah, streets are uh, very very fresh this morning, but
7: enjoyable. And of course, uh, the yeah. streets are uh, happy because Phil is back at long last.
5: It's it's great news for everybody involved, isn't it? And I, I've said I this before. So. I used to get very snarky about Phil Collins, and right. he used to he used to kind of be a bit. Dad, Dad. Yeah, I'm, a bit, I'm doing the radio. Yeah, I'm doing the radio. I'm talking. We're on the radio now. The red light Ella? means yes. How? <coughs> what? Do you,
16: this actually sounds like you're actually on the radio. Because we're
5: actually on the radio. This is going out. <laughs> but this it
16: is, sounds like it at home.
5: Yeah, I know, but this is the radio. I'm just. Let me just do this thing talking to Justin. Keep uh, your headphones is on. Everyone's
16: going to hear us. So?
5: Yeah, they're hearing us now, dude. It's going Ella. out. Yes, no. and in their cars and in their homes and in their kitchens. And well, uh, it suggests a significant number have switched off in the last twenty minutes. Sweet. It, uh, Yes. Do you have any food here? No, I don't have any food Sweet. here. I, I would never <laughs> eat food in the studios because Sweet. that is. Sh- Sweet. Let Justin Sweet. do Sweet. his thing. No, we didn't say sweets. You so did. Justin. The kids sound a bit like Kelly Betts, mate. Who's Kelly Betts? That, that girl there, Remember, keep, that's it. So, Justin, Phil yeah. Collins, he's back, he's back in business, he's back yep. in the New York groove, we're going to get some Phil Collins contact action, I'm going to be there, front row with you, yep. buddy, uh, the streets must yep. be excited by this. Well,
7: I was going to say, 1985, <laughs> tough I year, tough, to year tough year, correct, 85, he had three American number ones yeah, in yeah, yeah. 1985, yeah. enough said. I've uh, taken this one to the streets this morning, celebrating the fact that Phil is back, here's what happened. Mm. Phil Collins can be summed up in a few words, legend, superstar, rebel, player. He's up there with the big guys. At the age of five, he received a drum kit as a Christmas present. And it was that Christmas in 1956 that changed the music industry and gave people pleasure from Sweden to Samoa, six Brit Awards, seven Grammys. It takes a brave man or stupid man to cover Motown, Phil doing it with ease. You Can't Hurry Love, becoming his first UK number one. Well, you
11: two hearts, just one mind, together.
7: And he also wrote Two Hearts from the best film soundtrack of all time, Buster. He's one of only a handful of singers who have sold over 100 million albums worldwide. Here's what the streets had to say on this special day. Phil Collins, he's back. The big man. He's out of retirement. OK, and? Well, it's National Phil Collins Day. And? We've got some fantastic news, madam. Phil Collins has come out of retirement. Wow. I'm
23: not going to run you over.
7: Good morning, boss. Yes, my friend. What can I do oh, for you? Do you know what? I'm just stopping traffic uh, this morning. I've just stopped you for a second to, to let you know the good news. What's that? Phil Collins has come out of retirement.
2: What's Phil Collins?
7: Let's get the Croatian perspective. Uh, Phil Collins has come out of retirement. Uh, can you speak on behalf of yourself and, and your nation? How does that make everybody feel? Well, uh, feel all right. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Fair play to you, Phil. Welcome back. Hashtag ledge.
5: Genuinely exciting, just. I'll be queuing uh, up for. Uh, I'll be queuing up for tickets.
7: I mean, I mean, a lot of people. I, mean, I think I, I sense a little tone there of sarcasm. A little tone of sarcasm. Uh, no jacket required. With the orange face, that inspired me not only musically but also the colour of his face. That is still with me now. So Phil. Long live you.
5: Uh, Justin, now listen. Today is a very special moment, OK? Because <laughs> yeah. it's... Let go! Let go! Let go! Because it's... Uh, just be quiet, because this is actually a really important thing. Because this is your last ever show with Kelly Betts. It is, yeah. What? Uh, it must be... It, this must be um, quite powerful. You, anything you want to say?
7: Um, do you know what? I... I'm going to say right now that I'm really sorry I can't be there tomorrow, okay? But um, in fact, no, let's not go there Why well, I'm not going to be there tomorrow. But um, I'm, I'm not going to be... In the building tomorrow. Yep. Um, I'm going to leave it to my package. Uh, my package will yep. be doing the talking tomorrow. I've put together an incredible tribute package. Yep. And no Mickey taking on this one. It's uh, very, very serious. Um, I've really enjoyed working with Kelly. She's done a lot for me. How I'm going to use my computer from Monday, I don't know.
5: because well, uh, She is your computer buddy. She sits there yeah. and tells you how to work it. She,
7: she does all the technical stuff for me. I'll be lost without her. So, um, you know, Kel's... Best of luck, and uh, the tribute package will be there for you tomorrow.
5: Kelly, anything you want to say to Justin? Because this is genuinely, um, uh, you know, we've got kids running around <coughs> and stuff. This is genuinely a, 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 an historic moment in um, local radio.
13: Yeah. <laughs> for me, yeah. and only me.
5: Anything you want to say?
13: Um, I have written, Justin, a lovely card. Oh. It's a, I'm sorry for your lost card. Oh. And my thoughts are, <laughs> are with you at this time, Justin. Yep. Everything I have to say is written in that card. I'm not very good with uh, saying things I feel out loud. Uh,
7: okay, what, what I would say but to is... It's that, been a pleasure. Is, uh, yeah, I, I would say it's, it's your loss, Princess. Yeah,
5: it's your loss. What? <laughs> your <laughs> loss. <laughs> Don't ever oh gosh don't end on a sense Justin excellent stuff uh, are you, you you're off tomorrow are you doing the Saturday show Yeah we are back on Saturday uh,
7: What's we've got happening? Uh, Ray Davis from the Kinks oh. he's uh, telling us about uh, some of the stories behind some of their famous records oh, we've got uh, Peter Dean who was Pete Beardley Stenders he's yep. in the geezer's <laughs> chair and I went to watch James Bond with three <laughs> listeners last night in Hemel you'll hear that report this weekend Saturday breakfast 6 till 9 Was the new Bond film any good it was absolutely amazing. I would recommend it to anybody. It was a you don't film. strike
5: me as a Bond fan, if I'm completely honest.
7: No, I, I like to keep things real, but um, last night for two and a half hours, it was just pure escapism. It? it? was absolutely fantastic. Packed as well, even for the 9.30 show. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. It's, he's, he's very popular. He's one of the most popular spies. Tomorrow's show, of <laughs> course, is uh, we're doing the top ten most popular spies and I'm <laughs> sure James Bond will pop up once or twice. Dealey, excellent stuff, mate. Thank you. Thank you, Boston. Thank you, Kels. Take care. All the Ta-ta. best. Ta-ta. Thanks, Ta-ta. Hailey. There we go. It is your last show tomorrow, Kelly. And, you know, I, I might shed a tear. I don't know.
13: You
5: nearly ge- did this morning, didn't you? I did. I'm genuinely gutted. And I, I, neither of us do um, emotion particularly no. well, but I'm genuinely gutted, and um, let, let, let that be the end of it. So, here's <laughs> the thing, right? And again, this is another thing, because you guys are good at writing letters. Texting teens are killing the art of letter writing. Imagine this. This is another thing about how people don't write letters. We write letters, don't we? Yes. We write thank you letters, and we... I we... write... Uh, what can you write? I write loads of things. OK. Well, uh, by, not- by the way, what's your, what's your favourite film at the moment? Get in there. Now, writing letters to kindly relatives was once a ritual oh, for ritual. most children <laughs> after. Well, it means when I was a kid, right? This is from the Daily Mail. When I was a kid, at Christmas, we'd spend like um, kind of the day after Boxing Day writing what thank you boxing notes. Day? Well, the, the boxing Day is the day after Christmas. And we would write um, loads of thank you notes, like nans and granddads and to things. Father Christmas. We'd write a thank you note to Father Christmas. But I the days never- of. Well, you you should do. You're, you're broken, Britain. But the days of letter writing I'm appear to be numbered. With a third of today's teenagers having never written. Oh, this is the, the kind of linked into the other thing that people don't write letters anymore. You see, everyone writes emails or they send texts or they I write
11: letters. You
5: oh, well, you write you write letters, don't yeah. you? Sorry. You can write a letter if you want. No. i tell you what, because we're going to finish the show now and then afterwards we're going to record our own little radio show. Do you want to say goodbye to the, the ladies and gentlemen that are listening?
16: Goodbye. Goodbye, ladies and gentlemen.
5: There we go. I'm glad we've sorted that out. Oh, by the way, guys, I, just one, one thing. Um, you know the radio studio is a very dangerous place. No, it's not. Yeah, well, look, how come my thumb got cut off this morning? <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. <laughs>
10: 25, it's very slow anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. It's also slow on the A1M southbound between Junction 8 for Hitchin and 7 for Stevenage. In Watford, it's very slow on the Lower High Street. On the speed sensors around the bushy arches, it's looking very busy. Also in Dunstable on the A5 High Street North, it's looking very busy at the Junction for Church Street and the A505. On the trains, there's still a 10-minute delay for Bellio Grace Anglia Services now um, through Broxbourne, also affecting the Stansted Express, and if you're using the London Overground, there are minor delays on between Southbury and Chesant because of it, some vandalism. Samantha breath BBC Three Counties Radio.
5: Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Um, that's it, that's your lot. There will be a podcast up tomorrow, guys. We put a podcast up every single Friday. You go to iTunes, you type in Ian Lee and you download a weekly what best of. I will go tell you what to say in a second. Uh, you download a weekly best of podcast and it's got all the best bits and some of the worst bits in it as well, if I'm completely honest.
16: Next, it's jay the next
5: there we go it's close enough
1: local and vocal across beds
24: hearts and bucks
9: this is bbc three counties radio
24: it's the jay the next story good morning Welcome to the JBS show, I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith, it's 9 o'clock, it's Thursday, and on today's big phone-in, what do you think is making some kids in this country so horribly violent? A 16-year-old boy has died after being stabbed at school yesterday afternoon. Bailey Gwynne was taken to hospital after the attack, but his injuries proved fatal. Another 16-year-old boy was held by the police last night following the stabbing. A year ago, we reported a 16-year-old had stabbed and killed teacher Anne Maguire. And this summer, there was another stabbing, this time a 14-year-old, although thankfully in that case, his teacher, Vincent Azuma, survived. Well, I want to know from you, what do you think is making some kids in this country so horribly violent? Pick up the phone, come on and have your say. Share your thoughts on 03459 455 555. This is the JVS Show. On BBC Three Counties Radio. I'll take your call in just a second, but first let's get the latest BBC news at 9 o'clock
0: with Simon Oxley. The headlines, Bedfordshire MPs meet with policing minister, convicted rapist absconds during visit from Milton Keynes Centre and Hemel Hempstead gymnast helps Great Britain to world silver.
1: BBC Three Counties Radio.
0: A Bedfordshire MP says he hopes claims about the county not being able to cope with any terrorist threat won't overshadow the debate about Increased police funding. Northeast Beds MP Alistair Burt and the rest of the county's MPs met with policing minister Mike Penning last night to lobby for more money. Mr Burt says the minister did raise claims made by Police Commissioner Ollie Martins that the government would be to blame for any terror attack linked to Luton.
21: Well he just said he'd noted them and I think he took the view that I did that they were a bit over the top. But I don't want that to be the most important thing. The most important thing is not the rhetoric. The police commission is quite entitled to make his own case and that's for him to comment upon. The most important thing is the figures. Uh, and the concern we have about the funding, we wanted to put that so all the MPs put it. We were very straightforward about it. There was no overblown rhetoric used yesterday.
0: Police have confirmed that the man who absconded during a day visit from a secure unit in Milton Keynes is a convicted rapist. 58-year-old Malcolm Millman was on a visit to a monastery near Hemel Hempstead on Saturday afternoon. More from Carol Abercrombie.
3: Millman is under the care of Chadwick Lodge in Eagleston in Milton Keynes. Thames Valley Police say Millman, who who was convicted of rape in 1996, was working towards his full release, but is a potential risk to the public. He was seen on CCTV on Monday afternoon at Manchester Airport, but police don't believe he has access to a passport.
0: A candlelit vigil is to be held at the school in Aberdeen, where a 16-year-old boy was stabbed to death yesterday. Police are continuing to question a boy of the same age in connection with Bailey Gwynne's death. A report on the failed charity Kids Company has found that it received at least £46 million pounds of public money despite repeated warnings about how it was run. The report by the spending watchdog, the National Audit Office, says civil servants raised concerns about the charity which collapsed in August as early as 2002. The chair of the Commons Public Accounts Committee is Meg Hillier.
11: It is unbelievable to me.